Welcome to Warhammer, the grim world of perilous adventure. We present The Enemy Within, the classic campaign from Games Workshop for Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay. While the time of Sigmar has passed into legend, and the orcish hordes are still held in check, a new threat has emerged within the Empire. But this threat is far more menacing, because instead of a direct confrontation, it is an unseen force creeping through the cracks of the human spirit, turning one corruptible soul at a time towards its insidious plague. Join a motley group of inexperienced fortune seekers as they embark on an adventure for fame and personal gain. But this journey will bring them face to face with the denizens lurking just beneath the surface of the old world. Will they be able to pry off the mask that obscures the truth? Or will their inevitable descent into death and madness be too quick, leaving the true story untold? Join us as we begin The Enemy Within. Until the end of the session. But I remember pushing it. Check it every hour. Yeah, we should. That's a good idea. We should uh, check it at the end of the summary and, like, once again, right. like halfway through. It's recording. That'll just make It's recording, it. okay. You don't have to. You don't have to worry about it recording too much stuff. I can always edit it if it's egregiously bad. Right. Okay. Well, if we check it, then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, we're doing a podcast. I can't say anything stupid. So we like, <laughs> uh, we've already <laughs> established <laughs> that is not something we far, can do. Far, 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 Okay. Yeah, if, it, if, if the game's getting amazing, we can just take a pause to the cons. Yeah. Alright, well, since we didn't record the last session, um, let's kind of have... Uh, yes, recap. Yeah, let's just recap in a little extra detail or something like that. Extra so detail. Fill people in on what they missed. Sounds like extra experience. <laughs> uh, not a whole lot. <laughs> Not a whole lot. I don't know. All right. It, not, not a lot of plot. Happened. It was. It was as I said at the end of the last session. It was more plot. It was. A, it was a, if you're going to lose an episode to not be recorded, no. last session was not. Not last episode. session. Two sessions ago was way less plot driven. This actually. I, I some disagree. stuff happened this last. Week. I disagree. Like all that stuff with the stars happened last week. Hiring our NPCs happened two weeks ago. Like last week, there was hardly anything. Well. Anyway, so, what, what, I, I'm sorry, you got laid a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, I killed, and I killed that thing that like, flew off and died. I did the killing. Single, single-handedly, clearly. All right, so so what the hell did happen? All right. Yeah, I think the last time we got a recording deleted, it was like right. amazing for me, too. Summer. <laughs> yeah, then you missed the Atelka session. Yeah, we missed the session where you owned Atelka. Oh, well. Um, we do this stuff on purpose, don't we? We wake up the morning of the 24th. The town is ominously empty and quiet. The town physician is pretty maybe above average. Uh, we decide to trek out and go up the mountain. This was that middle town, like Keldorah. Yeah, you put him down as amazing, and then, like, he failed on the last roll, and so you scratched out amazing and write down maybe above average. <laughs> he got a significant downgrade from one, one failed roll. 
Uh, Nigel notices a rustling in the trees as he's showing Oswald how to chop wood. Nigel's showing Oswald how to chop wood. Hey, Oswald no. didn't know how to chop wood. He knew how to chop wood. I don't know what, why you were showing him that. I think you were trying to show him how to like to use the axe efficiently or something. I just went out to show because him Because he what, knows how to use an axe. I was just going out to show him that, like, to show him what tree to cut down, and none, nobody else wanted to bother with it because they'd rather freeze it. Nigel briefly glances at his feet and then looks up. Goblins! Wind blast equals goblins fail. <laughs> Uh, an obscure shape watches from a bluff far up the tree line that only Nigel notices. The goblins run away Since and the figure the goblins run away and the figure disappears as well. A merchant, par- a merchant caravan passes by. We make some small talk. During the night, a pair of glowing eyes comes near the camp and then slinks off. Uh, next morning, we reach Summator. It's a bit off. A, it's a bit off road. It's got uh, many barracks and is highly defensible from high ground. Uh, the view from the town is great. Everyone buys a room. Triax finally takes a bath. Uh, yeah, this town had a view of both sides of the pass, so you could see down like into Talea and the border princes on one side, and back into the like fire. Yeah, it, it had like a fancy spa in there, and there was like a. Noble, who was visiting on holiday, uh, who you guys fleeced for some money. Nigel hits up some merchants uh, about information regarding dwarven holds in the area, but no one really knows anything. Uh, that night, gambling shenanigans ensue, and Trix and Nigel uh, witness Sigmar's comment from the observation deck. It's glorious. Trix says a really touching prayer that no one hears because they're all talking about other things. <laughs> uh, next morning, uh, now we're going down the mountain because we have finally reached the summit. Uh, we run across a mountain lion eating a dead goat. Brutus fires a shot and scares it away, and Oswald gathers the goat carcass because it turns out he is the outlaw. scared it away to death or something? The mountain no, lion? No, the mountain lion right oh, away. The mountain lion right away. And the goat turned into food, oh. which would come into play later. Okay. Uh, we get to the town of Silverton. Uh, Nigel actually tracks so, so down some Silverton just for the give the description of where that is. So there's a off there's a second road that heads to the east. So the the Blackfire Pass goes north south across the, the Blackfire Mountains. The silver the Silver Road goes east. Silverton is at the crossroads of those two roads. Oh, and one thing while I'm reminded of it. You want to give the web address? There was this whole discussion last week that didn't get recorded about. Oh, right. How people might actually not you know, know was, our website. I was thinking about that. <laughs> I was thinking maybe you should put it on the first session, on session one, because clearly they've made it pretty far if they're on session 30-whatever this is. That's true. Still, you could give it for posterity. All right, I'll give it anyway. So, yeah, it's warhammer-enemy-within.blogspot.com. Wow. Let's just put in... Like commercials now. Yeah. <laughs> way to way to ruin my flow. We already destroy the recap. We already have a Doritos commercial. It was in like session four. I don't know if you remember. These black pepper Doritos are amazing. They are. Damn. Do you have the other Right now, those were good. <laughs> all right. Nigel tracks down some actual dwarves in town and asks them about crack at all. They say that the elders in their hold of Crack Dome might know more about it, so we have that option. Uh, Brutus tries to pick up a gem dealer. Uh, and succeeds. And succeeds. 
we decide to not go to Karaknon and go straight for Krakadal. Uh, so we're going down the Silver Road. That takes a whole day. Next day, we meet two ogres coming up the Silver Road. Uh, they want our donkeys, but uh, thanks to some fellowship magic, they're happy with Oswald's goat haunches, and they continue on unbothered. Uh, we finally reach a stream going down the mountain. It has some weird black stuff floating down the center of it. And sure enough, going over the middle of the stream is the town of Bridge Pass. Triax arm wrestles his way into the town while the rest <laughs> of the fools actually have to pay. Yeah, so they, they had a um, they had a fee to get into the town and to, to pass through their town and through the bridge. Um, Triax didn't want to pay. And he he, challenged, he challenged the guard to a uh, arm wrestling uh, did that really need elaboration? I thought that one little sentence encapsulated that entire the whole thing. Oh, I think it, I think it was important for the listeners to know. <laughs> it was pretty you were broke at the time. <laughs> yeah, and that factored in your decision to arm wrestle the guard. Well, yeah, <laughs> he, 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 he was for like double or nothing, right? So anyway, that was pretty funny. Um, Triax finds the Temple of Sigmar and asks the priest about uh, Karakadal, and the priest. Uh, hits up some old history books and learns that he thinks that there was an, a town around it at some point, and the town might still be in ruins around the Kadal. Uh, Nigel hires a guide to take us to the Cragmere, Jonas. Uh, Jonas apparently knows his stuff really well as he takes us to the Cragmere uneventfully. That was ten gold well spent right there. <laughs> Jurgen displays great displeasure at the cold conditions and starts complaining. Nigel explains that we are heroes of destiny and that our names will be remembered through history as those that save the empire. Jurgen's actually buys it and shuts the fuck up. He's oh, pretty he, good because I was going to run him through. <laughs> he, he did not exactly buy it. He just, he, uh, I was going to murder him in his sleep. <laughs> yeah, the moment you guys kind of left the path, he started just complaining nonstop and... Uh, uh, I don't know. I guess Nigel kind of shut him up, but he didn't really look like he was buying it exactly. Yeah, I showed him the comet. You, you, you yeah. showed him, like, the blur over the mountain. No, I eventually showed him the actual comet. Uh, we arrive at the base of the Cragmere, and Jonas leaves. Um, after searching for a few hours, going... He was just jealous because I gave the other guy ten gold. Eastward direction. Um, we did pay that guy a lot. Apparently well-earned. <laughs> Um, we actually find a path going up into the mountains. Uh, Brutus notices a large flying shape circling overhead. Uh, shape has a feline face and a scorpion tail. Uh, it swoops down and attacks, but we manage to take we manage to kill the chaotic beast while taking minimal damage. Nigel takes its stinger. That, that was yeah, it was a pretty interesting end to the fight. So it was like um, Brutus wounded it grievously on one of its paws, which caused it to bleed. But it still had quite a few wounds left. I think that was from a critical hit. And then uh, it decided like it had enough of you guys, and it went and it went to fly away. And uh, Triax like spent the like an extra fortune point for like an extra half action, which allowed him to pull out his crossbow, load it, and fire before it. Left his range. I and also like, lightning bolted it. Right, and like you rolled like zero three or something crazy, uh, critical it or hit Ulrich's fury, which brought it down to the point where it bled to death from the from the uh, um, 
bleeding. It was a rather cool moment. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I didn't describe it in that much detail because I was at the very bottom of the page and was running out of room. Uh, Ironically enough, we didn't stop the session then like I thought we did, so we went to the next page anyway. Uh, So the path narrows into an actual stairway, and two humanoid figures at the top of the stairs are looking down at us. Uh, They turn out to be goblins. And And this is like a huge stairway. This isn't like a small stairway. This is a stairway that goes hundreds of yards. Um, Trix fortunately makes a willpower test and does not have to charge randomly after them. But we do follow them up to the stairs, and when we get to the top, we end up in... Wait for it... Trix land. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I'll, I'll describe what you guys see one more time for the... Since that didn't get on the recording at all. Um, okay, so there's this what looks like a ruined town or city. I don't know. The city's too uh, too large. It's not that big. But uh, carved into the side of this mountain is a flat area that's surrounded on the edges by um, you know craggy peaks, um, which kind of protects it. There's this stairway that goes up about halfway up and then carved in, in into the mountainside there is sort of like a like a little pass so you can pass you can pass only going you know halfway up the mountains and then there's another stairway that leads down into this sort of know, it's kind of like a valley almost it's surrounded on all sides by by mountains yeah it looks kind of like a caldera i guess i would say a crevasse but it's uh but the on the far side is this huge kind of cavern entrance and it is uh, kind of built up with like a, kind of stones to support it, uh, and that looks like the entrance to the dwarven hold is what is pretty clear there. And there's a path that leads from this stairway that you guys are at the top of you know, across to that um, entrance. Uh, within the uh, kind of flat area are the ruins of ancient buildings, like kind of stone ruins and collapsed buildings are all over the place. Um, so these kind of rectangles were like demolished walls and roofs that have, you know, just fallen apart over the centuries. Um, and there's kind of these two buildings are a little bit bigger than the rest. Uh, they're somewhat still together, but not really. Um, at Near the center of the town is what looks like a well it, it's got um, kind of a flat area around it, so like cobblestones around it, um, and there's like a big wooden bucket that sits next to it. Uh, there's also a fire pit uh, a little bit closer to the whole entrance. And the other thing is that it, all of the kind of ruined buildings that are a little bit closer to the to the opposite end, closer to that hold, uh, it are kind of built up with kind of tents and you know, it's been, uh, you know, kind of rickety buildings have basically been constructed against the old ruins. And as you guys look down, the uh, goblins that um, that you saw earlier are, run- are running along the path into their town, I guess you'd call it. And there are a number of goblins just sort of milling about. And as these goblins are shouting... Uh, like a kicked-over anthill, more of them start piling out of these different buildings and yeah, trying to find out what, what's go- what this commotion's all about. Um, and then, oh yeah, you, and then over here is kind of a smaller cave that goes into the side of the 
of the hillside. Um, it doesn't have... Uh, it looks much more natural than the other entrance. No, I don't think we were meant to battle a million goblins like heads up. It's not a million. It's, a, it's only like 20. <laughs> Good thing you made your, uh, your uh, frenzy test, huh? Didn't you like supernumerate them? How many are there? Uh, uh, your initial guess was 20. Oh. It's not that many. I, I, I take a minute and count them. Okay, well, if you're gonna if you're gonna take a minute, things are gonna change. Um, I don't know. I'm not in any hurry to do anything. I don't think. Okay, so you guys just kind of hang out up there and observe. So the uh, but hang out. It's not like they don't know we're here. They I, do know where they're. I, I get out my bow and start shooting these little green bricks. I mean, they're like 150 yards away from you. Right. You're not going to be able to shoot them. The, um, I mean, it would be difficult to find a more advantageous position from which to fight a horde of goblins. <clears throat> okay, behind you, um, uh, Jurgen and Oswald are still leading the group of donkeys, and they've approached the bottom of the stairs. They're going to start to lead them up. Okay. That's probably it's not a good idea. It's going to take like half an hour to get here. Not half an hour on the stairs? No, not half an hour. It's probably not a good idea no, to have little pack animals on the stairs. No, We're it'll take them about day. seven or eight minutes for them to walk up the stairs to you. Maybe we should have them wait at the bottom while we deal with this goblin thing before they come on up. Well, what happened? I mean, can you even attempt to the shot at 150? Is it just impossible? Well, look at the look at look at your long range. Before I do anything else, I want an accurate number of goblins. It's constantly changing as more of them are kind of coming out. I have supernumerate. Uh, sure, make an intelligence test. Make it. I have three degrees of success. Mm. Oh, four if you add supernumerate. Um. This would actually be where supernumerary gives you plus twenty, so that might be five. So five. Alright. Uh, you can currently see at the moment twenty-four goblins. And they and that number is increasing at the rate of another goblin or two goblins every ten or twenty seconds. Well which is it? One or two. <laughs> Depends on which group of ten or twenty seconds you're talking about. Well, let's see. 24. Well, I mean, if we wait an hour, there's going to be like a thousand goblins. Because it's Yeah, it never changes. <laughs> yes, it never changes. No, it's like, uh, what's the magic card? Goblin Warrens. In a few months, it'll just be like a mountain of goblins. And it'll yeah. be like Eventually, you can wade through, swim through the... There'll be an ocean of goblins. Uh... <laughs> There's still like maybe we could lure them into the smaller cavern and then collapse the entrance. I don't know. I don't see really see any ideas for killing them. With I want. I want a siege engine. What's What's the skill to build one? Build a siege engine. Engineering. Engineering. It's, it's a career. Yeah. Because clearly, if the bow doesn't cut it, a catapult would. 
<laughs> you want to throw big rocks into their town? If you hit their buildings, they probably collapse. Or right, we go back to town and hire some engineers. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't have really have any great ideas here, other than just sit at the top of the pass and wait for them to do something. Yeah, presumably maybe they'll come up to they'll it. do something eventually. I yeah, mean, we well, can always kind of duck down behind the crest of. What the are they doing right now? Are they like forming ranks or something? Uh, there looks like the, the the goblins are kind of like the goblins who were walking in are talking with other goblins in the center of town. They're kind of pointing in your general direction, and more goblins kind of come out. We can wave at them. It's like, hey, how's it going? All right, I, I motion for Jurgen and Oswald to stop the goblin train at the bottom of the, the stairs. The donkey train. The donkey train. Okay. The goblin train. That'd be even better. <laughs> There's um, a motion for that. Yeah, there is. It's just like... <laughs> <laughs> Alright, they, they, they stopped at the bottom of the stairs. I guess we'll just like peek over and just keep watching the goblins so they can't see us. We need infinite arrows and then I'll just start firing. From 150 yards? Yep. Even in range? No, but I mean, you can still hit something. But it would take a lot of arrows. If you had like thirty archers or something, you hit something. Okay, as uh, some time goes on, uh, let's see. Well, Trix like grabs his junk and starts yelling, "It's right here! I right? come get it!" <laughs> like maybe some of them will fail their willpower test. <laughs> oh, do they have the same willpower test that you do? I don't know. No. Some, some of them probably do. Awesome. I bet some of them have hatred of dwarves. Well, none of them come charging up the hill. Damn it. Um, okay, so we need a divide and conquer strategy. Why don't, why don't the three of you make perception tests? So I'll describe with more or less detail, depending on what you need to do. Wow, this is why I'm rolling well. It's <laughs> a good day for you. <laughs> Six degrees wow. of Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Six degrees of this. What's your perception? 68. 68. Nice. You, you must have the perception... I do. Yeah. I've had it like since the beginning of the campaign. That's right. Okay, so uh, if, assuming none of you can possibly beat that, um, I only got two degrees of success. Uh, got a degree of success. <laughs> All right, Nigel Eagle Eye will take care of the situation. Um, well, apparently I don't have the character sheet though. Yeah, where is your character sheet? Like, is it in the right here? It is back at level. It's nice if you know how many degrees it's best to get on a site-based perception test without your character. Well, I've made enough perception test. <laughs> I know what my perception is. No, I know. Um, okay. Uh, so what you see is um, a group of three orcs come out of the large cavern at the other end of the village. And they come up into the center of town, they're by the fountain, and they're talking with those goblins. And they're kind of pointing up at you. And the the orcs start to sort of, like, make some sort of commands, and the goblins are kind of lining up, and they go back into their hovels and uh, come out with their weapons and things like that. And, you know, I guess you could say they're organizing into ranks and files, except that it's the most chaotic, you know, 
organization you've ever seen. It's not very organized. Uh, but that's kind of what they're doing. All right, well, maybe we should use take the opportunity to prepare a welcome for them. What's the terrain like at the top of the stairs? Uh, well, Are there any, like, large boulders waiting to be rolled over the edge with a <laughs> gentle push? <laughs> <laughs> no, like, the whole place is, like, carved into stone, right? So it's like there's a big, uh, you know, rock mountain that was, like, carved down to create this pass, and then the stairs are carved into the sides of the mountain. So absolutely nothing's loose around here. Hmm. Well, we can start off by coating some of the steps in oil. That will definitely slow them down. Uh, It would, but, I mean, if they're charging up the steps... It's kind of a win for us anyway. Well, right, but some of them slip and fall, and they're not exactly going to attack us. And then when we set the oil on fire, then they're going to be roasted alive, and that's even better. You don't have the sort of oil that it would take to... Yeah, I do after I cast Make Flammable on. Well, we have vials of lantern oil. I mean, it's not the sort of gallons that are... Can we, wait, what about the wine? Can you cast Make Flammable on the wine that we have and turn that into oil? Uh, sh- well, if it's already flammable, then I can make. If it already could burn, then wine can't burn. Wine, wine can't flammable. burn. All right, then I. Wine can't can burn, burn if it's like heated a lot. If it's like double fortified wine or something. Yeah, it's like. Uh, but wine will like put out a fire. No, wine. Yeah, <laughs> wine. Wine is way too much water. Way too little alcohol. You need like uh, something like hundred proof or hot, yeah, stronger. Some Everclear. That'll do the trick. See. Are they making any moves to charge up the stairs? No, they're really not. They're kind of, they're kind of. It's like they're not really sure, you know, exactly what to do in some ways. Um, All right, I, 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 I'll, I'll, they'll, they'll take some actions, but I'll give you guys about ten minutes before they really do. Anything. All right, I, I know what we can start. We got like tons of like we got a whole crate full of mining equipment and stuff. We could definitely chuck some of that at them when they're coming down the stairs. Uh, I thought you were going to suggest tunneling into <laughs> 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 the city. <laughs> Let's start digging through solid rock. Yep. Um, we could also we also have a large explosive. We might be able to blow up part of the stairs. To what skill us from do you ever going down there? Which I was afraid the oil might do as well. What skill do you need to use this explosive? Uh, I don't think there's any skill. You just light the fuse. There's no skill required. Ballistic skill is what's used to attack with it. I if mean, you want to build more of them, you need like special skills. That's what Manny had. I just don't think it'll. I miss do that guy. Much. If Manny was here, we would just send Manny down the stairs, and then we'd, we'd start slaughtering goblins as they chased them back up the stairs. We just need to like lure them up here. Who's the fastest person? We don't have to. They'll come up here eventually. Well, if they do, they just... I mean, we don't even have to play out that combat. We have the high ground. It's over. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's like plus like thirty. <laughs> it yeah. is. You are in an excellent yeah. physical position, that's for sure. Probably couldn't pick a better place. Yeah. So I'll just have my that's crossbow. Why that, that's yeah. Hence why we're still yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, we don't want them to like wait. We don't want to be yeah. waiting for let, us. Let here. them get this place and then yeah, it would be bad. Um, and maybe if we could construct some sort of barricade out of something. I mean, do we have a lot of boxes or something on the donkeys? I mean, they're gonna, be, they're gonna be here in like ten minutes, and we don't have we have what's on well, us. Like, said, he said it would take seven minutes to the donkeys to get to the top of the stairs, so we could get the donkeys here and then they build something up. in three minutes. Yeah, I'll, I don't necessarily mean build something; I just mean pile something. No, we don't have the donkeys don't have enough crap on them to pile up anything. I think you might be underestimating how much crap we put on this, these donkeys. I don't think so. Well, I, mean, I mean, the, the thing that, that takes a lot of barrels and crates. You have, you have a crate and a barrel. That's kind of the two things that have okay, a lot of substance. The barrel it. has our wine, though, so I refuse to use that as a barrel. Right. There's not anything the donkeys have on them that's going to be helpful. In this. Well, they have themselves. I mean, we can just <laughs> set up this donkey. <laughs> all the donkeys. All the donkeys. <laughs> you know, I kind of like that idea. <laughs> but they'll just keep it. <laughs> Well, no, we like, would actually kill them, and then we would use their bodies to make a barricade. That seems terrible. <laughs> if you don't kill them, like, on the first arrow, this is not going to be the most stable barricade. We have perfectly good barricade. If you want to do that, we have perfectly good human beings to form our wall. Like, the two guards can be our stairway. I think the guards can fight. Never do it. I think... <laughs> You're like, aren't you tired? Aren't you going to do it? But stand there and put your own stuff in the Okay. You're going to be like, oh, I'm too tired. I'll, I'll do it tomorrow. Uh, somehow I think if Jurgen knew you were going to take on a city of goblins, he, he wouldn't be happy about it. You know, we could always... I mean, how dumb do you think goblins are? They're the dumbest creatures on Earth. Because we could, we could slaughter a donkey and, like... Give it to them and poison it. Like we have poison. Do we? Yes. That's actually an awesome idea. Let's do it. We have to find a donkey, though. Oh wait, we have one. We have <laughs> slaughter one of our own donkeys. Yeah, that's why we got extra. You know, in case we had to feed him to the dog to the goblins. Besides, we've already eaten like half of the food, so we don't need to use all four donkeys anymore. All right, I'll go down. Just motion, motion uh, uh, one of them to bring up one of the donkeys. Right, one of the donkeys. We don't, we don't have that motion. We'll probably have to like go down and explain to them. Um, you have, you, you from about if you go down the stairs about a third of the way, you can start to shout down to the bottom. Okay, but I don't want them. They'll like they'll freak out if we slaughter one of the donkeys. Oswald will definitely freak out. So we'll. Uh, how about like we'll have Jurgen bring it up then? Okay. Okay, so you walk down the way, shout out, Jurgen, bring one of the donkeys. Yeah. Okay. Um, and Oswald, wait. How many are there total? Four and a mule. Four and a mule. Um, so. Did we rent them or buy them? We bought we them. We bought them. Oh, okay. <laughs> they were think, not. So I don't think the here. donkey rental business would be that <laughs> awesome in Warhammer. <laughs> Alright, so he starts to bring up one at random. It's the one with the uh, barrel of wine strapped to its back. Oh, perfect. So we can, not only do we get the, the donkey steak, they get wine to go with it. 
Well, we can take the one off. We can poison that, too. We can poison that. Think it's worth it? Poisoning the wine's probably better than poisoning the donkey. That's probably true. Okay, um, so Brutus comes back, and the donkey's kind of on its way. You guys see that um, two of the orcs and uh, twelve goblins are now approaching. Uh, when are they within maximum bow range? Hang on. Don't shoot at them. We might be able to... I don't think you understand what you're saying. We can saying. make a we peace offering We might be able to of trade with them and sell them some poison wine. Or we can just leave the donkey and the... Uh, after we poison the uh, wine, we can just like leave the donkey and the wine there. Or even just like leave the wine there. They might not drink it, though. Do goblins, like, enjoy wine? Yes, they do. Everyone enjoys wine. You don't know that. I'm already losing. Oh, no, we're not. We're tied. Okay, so, um... Yeah, you've got about... So when the donkey arrives... Um... You've got about six or seven minutes before... Uh, All right, well, we, they're, they're approaching the bottom of the stairs at this point. Uh, the stairs right. go down hmm, 100 yards. Um, Six or seven minutes. All right. Well, are we going to poison this wine? I, I think mine? that actually is a good idea. All right. Uh, Poisoning the donkey wasn't really good. <laughs> Poisoning the donkey. All right. Be so can can we open up this barrel and then reseal it? Is that possible? Um. Gosh, I actually don't really know how barrel opening works. It's got like. Uh, hmm. Where's my character from your very first D&D campaign you ever ran where you had profession sommelier? <laughs> What's that? Opening well, barrels? It's a wine taster. Oh. <laughs> um, hmm. A barrel and how do you... I don't even know how you seal up a barrel. I've never, uh, never done that. I've seen barrels. Can we drill a hole in it and then plug it up? Uh... I want to get a drill. How do we, like... Where's Henry? <laughs> like, generally, on. it's got a, you know, like a barrel of wine as a tap in the bottom. We have That's a, you get the wine. We have a pickaxe. We can just, like, oh. smack. Can we tap Can we tap the barrel and then reclose it? Um, well, the barrel already has a tap in it. Well, can we open up the tap and then close it again? Right. So there's, like, a little attachment that you basically put over the tap, and then you turn it, and then the wine starts coming out. Okay, well, can we use that to put poison into the barrel and then reclose it? So, like, it? turn the barrel upside down, basically, and yeah. then open it up and put it in there. You'd have to empty out, like, the top tenth of the wine. Just tell us to if make it, it works or not. But, yeah. If you, All right, we, we can poison the barrel. That's All right. right, so our options are we have one vial of purple brain fever. That'll kill him. It'll probably take a week. Uh, mm-hmm. Screw that. What's the option two? Option two is the vial of wyvern poison. But yeah, I just collected. Oh, just dump them both in there. Just <laughs> the, the, the advantage of the purple brain fever is they won't be able to taste it. 
we've already established that if you put it in alcoholic drinks, it's pretty much a week. Yeah, that was the thing. Are we gonna go back to town and gamble for? We're gonna go back to town for gamble for a week or something and just like. Well, that'll be. Well, you know, it, it maybe it won't matter. We don't probably don't have to wait for them to actually die. They'll be really sick in like a day and a half. I mean, that's about how long it took for that guy to get really sick. If you remember that, that's probably good enough, right? Although, I mean, one vial dumped into a barrel of wine would that even do anything? It might that make, might like, make a couple, like, It might make a couple of goblins sick. I don't know. It's not gonna. Well, whoever drinks it is going to be equally amount sick, right? But I, 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 I don't just, think goblins like share equally. I think it's like we would need an actual assassin to like chug down the wine. And maybe the orcs. See, the thing is, if we put the vial of po- women It's not like they're all going to pass out. They might not drink any of it. And we don't really know how lethal it is when you drink women poison. This is your... To be injected. This is your idea that all you're right, I'm, putting, I'm, per- I'm putting the purple brain fever in there. Okay. Okay, sure. Um, all right, so you have a vial of it. Yeah, you yeah. dump it down in there. Yep. Okay. Uh, it, we close it. And you and you close it up. Sure. So, you want, like I said, you lose about 10% of the wine doing that because you, you have to open it up, let about 10% go out. Then you can flip it upside down and there's actually a gap. Go out if you open it up upside down, it'll still come out. Go out into our mouths. Is that... Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. All right. All right. Uh, you guys want to drink some wine? I pull out... Hell yes. <laughs> I'll, I'll put some in my water skin. Uh, I pull out the garment I have that's close to white as I can, and I, like, go out in front of the pass and wave it around a bunch. Okay. Um, so, they, uh, so you can do that while they're doing the, the oh, pouring the vial in there, um, and drinking one, some, and, and drinking one, some two. wine. <laughs> and, uh, so you take a few steps down, and when they, when they get about a third of the way up, you guys are still kind of out of, sh- you know, shot at each other, it's about maybe... You know, 50, 60 yards now. Um, they start shouting up to you, like, in this kind of gruff, barely intelligible voice. One of the orcs shouts up, Who are you? What are you doing here? Uh, I call out... Uh, this is our place! Uh, Greetings, noble goblins! I'm here... I'm an orc! And orcs! I'm here on behalf of the... On behalf of the Aberheim Merchants Association, we wish to establish trade relations with the orcs and goblins of the mountain, and we bring you this gift of fine spirits to commemorate the beginning of a long and just friendship between our two peoples. He starts, like, <laughs> chuckling to himself. He says, We not trade with whom is, you know that. Uh, we killing eat homies, and I your dwarf friend too. I <laughs> bring him down. I say, um, are you sure? It's very good wine. We should have slaughtered the dwarf and poisoned uh, it. <laughs> he says, uh, you you tricksy homies, huh? I know. I I'm not that stupid. Uh, you I, hear this shout? Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> Should we not trade? We have nothing to trade. No, we have this. And he shows his sword. Uh, it's this big curved blade with notches at the top. Alright, I say, uh, um, uh, I say, uh, 
Very well, good. we're going to uh, well, we're going to send the gifts down and then um, and then withdraw. We don't want to antagonize you any more than uh, that is necessary. And uh, if, if you change your mind, we'll, we'll be around for a couple of days. If, if you should decide that you want to trade, after all, um, make a turn. Minus you're going to need some degrees on this to uh, get your uh, point across. Uh, just to get your point across. I have two degrees of success. Um, he says, uh, hmm. he says, so you leave gift so we not kill you? Uh, yes, yes, that's it exactly. I kind of mutter something under myself, under my breath, that... Anyway, and then, and then I say, uh, "Yes, gift." And I, I, I turn and I, I, I get the go- I get the donkey with the wine on it, and I uh, send it down the steps. Uh, okay. Um, the uh, some of the goblins start to talk to the orcs. You can't understand what they're saying because they're like not shouting it at you, and they're and they're pretty far away. But there's some kind of commotion going on where they seem to be discussing something. You can't really understand it at this distance, though. Um, and so the donkey kind of goes down the steps a few steps, and it kind of turns and looks back at you guys, and stops. Uh, I, like, go down and slap it on the ass as hard as I can. Mm. Trying to, like, say, like, oh, like, go forward, yeah. that sort of thing. Mm. Make an animal handling test. What stat is that based on? It's got to be... I failed. It's ant. It is. Uh, it's based on ant, I guess. Um... With plus 20 for animal handling, if you have anything uh, associated with that. Uh, I have savvy. Mm, <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, uh, it kind of takes a step down, and it starts to, like, go to one side, and it just sort of starts ambling around. Uh, Alright, I, I kind of retreat back up to the top of the hill, and I say... Um, uh, and I point and say, get to take, take the gift, whatever you want! And I kind of retreat back over the top of the pass. Okay. Um, are you gonna, like, go all the way over so that you're not, like, in sight of them? I say, um, if you change your mind about trading, we'll, we'll be down on the other side. And yeah, then I go all the way down out of their sight. Okay. Um, let's see. A few minutes goes by. You hear the uh, loud cry of a donkey uh, screaming out in pain, it sounds like. And scampering over the top is the donkey, and it has an arrow sticking out of its ass. You hear hear shouts from down below. You can't really make them out. I can make a perception test. Mm, I make it. You guys can attempt to. Trix is not in view of this situation. Based on listening. I'm okay. Oh, I... I do make it with a cute hearing. One degree. Um, alright. Do you hear, not shoot! That's, that's what you hear. <laughs> uh, alright, I go up and I grab the donkey and I take it back over the top of the pass. Okay, it's it's starting to, like, kick and, and squirm a bit, and it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, starting, it's starting to be, uh... Very stubborn with you. Like it takes a lot of effort to kind of get it around. Jurgen, get Jurgen to handle it, and uh, it takes you like five minutes just to get it back to the top. 
Alright. Uh, are the goblins still there? They've moved up a bit. They've moved up a bit. Alright, I just tie the donkey to, uh, down at the top of the pass. Okay. Uh, there's really nothing to tie it to. Uh, you want to, like, put its hobbles on? Uh, hmm. Would the horse consider a live donkey better than a dead one? We're giving you them want a donkey. to give our donkey to orcs? Yeah, they just shot it. They'll just shoot it again. They'll just eat it. All right, I say. And I call down. I call down. It's actually like a legitimate gift. I call so, down. Uh, uh, the Merchants Association would like to include this donkey with the wine. <laughs> and then I pull out a dag. I pull out my dagger and I stab the donkey and kill it. In, in the you stab it in the throat. Actually, I stab it in the heart because. It's the magic dagger of death. Oh, it's that dagger. <laughs> all right, well, uh... Trying, like, tackles Oswald so he doesn't see you do this. You can't see me. I'm over the Oswald's, like, pass. way below. Uh, make a willpower test. I make it. Okay. Uh, I'm sure the dagger's quite as happy about claiming a donkey's soul, <laughs> but... It's better than none. Or <laughs> the donkey just collapses. As, right. as its life is sucked into your dagger. I retreat back over the top of the pass. <laughs> okay. But once again, there's kind of like shouts of commotion as the goblins there are clearly talking with one another. Uh, I say, all right, let's let's move down the let's move down the stairway about halfway. Okay. Give up our awesome adv- advantageous position. Well, we, we probably should go somewhere and like make camp. And uh, wait for them to like drink the wine and then get sick and come back tomorrow. All right. All right. Um, hopefully, they shouldn't attack us in the night now, at least. Hopefully. Um, okay, so you, uh, you head on down the stairs? We'll go about halfway down the stairs. Okay. Uh, I, you don't see anything. The donkey's on the other side. How can Triax retreat from Triax land? Now we're just going to make camp and get attacked by another feline scorpion thing. Uh, I, I think those things are probably pretty territorial. <laughs> I, I don't think we have to worry about any more of those. Now, the, the basilisks <laughs> are another story. What's the update? Uh, 20 to 12. Washington <sighs> Much as the prophecy is predicted. <laughs> Actually, if, if you uh, extrapolate this out, they'll lose by exactly 20. Okay, with 12 12 12 12 Alright, so, yeah, we go ahead and head back down to the uh, bottom of the stairs. We hit two threes in a row. <laughs> I don't care. Every time we take a three, whoever takes it, you have to donate $10,000 to the you took a three, you dumbass jar. <laughs> Um, okay, so you retreat all the way to the bottom of the stairs? Yeah. Okay. Um, you see at the top of the stairs, there's um, uh, three figures are kind of standing up there, and they're kind of looking down at you. All right. Uh, I look around for a relatively defensible position to make camp. Um... 
Okay. I mean, you can go like all the way down this path, and then it kind of becomes a more of a rocky landscape with uh, you know, boulders and things here and there. This path. What is this? What is the terrain like off the east side of the path? It's kind of flat, open, uh, rocky ground, a bit slippery because there's uh, snow and uh, there's patches of snow all over the place. <laughs> Uh, that's fine. We'll just uh, we'll just camp on the path here. Should the tents go anywhere? Camp in the middle of the path. Yeah. Okay. Um, you gonna make a fire? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jurgen asks, like, oh, what was up there? What was what was going on? Uh, uh, you're a guard. It's not your job to um, know what's going on. There's a bunch of goblins up there. A bunch of goblins? Yes, uh, I, I'm attempting to trick them. Hmm. Why are you covered in blood? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not covered in blood. It's my dagger and my sword arm. Um. He says, uh, well, if there's a bunch of goblins up there, maybe we should camp farther away. Uh, I kind of think about it. We're not camping on the staircase, right? No. Yeah. We're camping on the path further down. I say, um, I think I'd rather be in a spot where I can see them coming. They decide. I think we should be able to see the top of that stairs. Those stairs. Right, should we have a scout just at the stop? Top so you'll be like a quarter mile away, basically. But still in view. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Um. Kind of a contingent of them up there as the as the uh, uh, day kind of goes on, uh, the afternoon rolls on. Looks like there must be at least six or seven of them up, up at the top. Okay. Um, and uh, day rolls into evening. Okay. We make camp. Okay. Uh, it's a it's a bitter cold night and. Uh, some snow falls just a little bit, like a little dusting of snow falls over your camp. When we get to the hour where Sigmar's Comet like, would normally rise, let me know. Okay. Um, yeah, so the, the first few watches go by, and uh, it's your watch which usually coincides with the comet. Alright, um, so can I see anything by the light of the comet at the top of the past? Um... Or the light of the moon, perhaps. Or moons. Uh, make a perception test. Mm. Uh, 
four degrees of success. You see some shapes up there. I'm not really sure what they are. Well, they're presumably they're goblins. What else would they be? Yeah, you, could, you can't really make out the exact number. But there's something there. kick in for a, a day, so all that poison was, like, meaningless. <laughs> but they could be drunk. We could do the night attack tomorrow night. Alright, yeah. If they don't attack us between now and then. Then we'll just... What are we going to do during the day tomorrow? <laughs> We're not in a tremendous hurry. That's why we got all those extra rations. We could just, like, leave this area and come back in a couple days. I don't like leaving the top of the stairs. I want to see if they're coming out. If we leave and we come back, we'll have no idea what's going on. They could go get an ogre or something. Well, I told them I'd be here for a couple of days they have a if they change their minds. So, all right, I guess we'll just hang out. Okay, uh, the, the rest of the night passes. Um, yeah, Philippe is with you guys, I just see him on the watch list. Uh, he, he, he asks you about, like, what the hell's going on, uh, or doesn't use those words. He asks you kind of generally what's going on around the campfire that night. Alright, I tell him. Okay, um, he says, uh, Philippe's here? Yeah. Yeah. Why? I convinced him to join our party. <laughs> he, uh, he was, he was convinced that the, uh, the Empire was at risk. He's like an official party member. Philippe right cares about the Empire? You know, he cares somewhat. And, uh. He likes hanging out with us, whatever. <laughs> hey, uh. Stop arguing. But we're not in an in gambling. We're like in a snowy ravine. I can he was a, him he was a soldier. Was a journey of destiny. A quarter mile away was, from X number of guns. And that we were the heroes that were destined to save the Empire. Yeah, a, a charm test with minus 30 was, was involved. Uh, I mean, he But would, he's like a party member. I also convinced him that, you know. It, it can be quite lucrative to go adventuring with us. Yes, we can sell the spears and the you might get knives. Good quality plate grease and then you're set for life. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Um, he uh, he kind of he he kind of starts laughing at your idea of, of parlaying with goblins. It just uh, he says, you know the. Well, they they understand that seven worlds. I mean, how can you how can you speak with them? I I cannot even understand. You are a strange man, Nigel. Well, fortunately, one of those seven words is gift, and another one is alcohol. So it, it, they don't really require a, you know a brain surgeon to figure that much out. Yeah. So you have this potent poison, huh? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you about this one time in Bogenhof. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. The next morning, the next morning arrives. Okay. Um, 
Uh, yes. Apparently do nothing all day. He's Crax is going to practice his ballistic skill all day. Uh, how much experience does the journal give? Um, third, 30. That's like a lot altogether. It is a lot. That is a lot. That's like adding, what, 60% on? That's insane. Uh, yeah, he'll practice his ballistic skill. Um, okay, you practice your ballistic skill uh, in the morning after breakfast. Go ahead and mark it up. Might as well do it the whole day if nothing happens. Well, something is going to happen in the uh, early afternoon. Okay. I mean, you... Uh, Are there but, any but birds? You can, you can raise it. Just uh, No, it's really a treeless area. There's no birds. No birds anywhere, huh? Anything in the sky? No. It's pretty bleak up here. Hmm. All right, I guess you just... Makes targets on trees and shoots them. There's no trees. You're, like, shooting at rocks. All right. He stacks rocks and shoots at them. All right. Um, you lose... Uh, you play well in... D8, D8, rock D8 arrows. Uh, I'm going to load up a bunch of rocks on one of our donkeys. I'm going to move the cargo around and, like, load up a bunch of rocks. Yeah, there are some rocks down here now that you're off of those stairs and down the path of the way. Okay, um, one arrow. That was awesome. <laughs> All right. I guess he's their trebo master as well. So um, for that one, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, well, that one you just nailed the rock just too so perfectly. You just like anyway. Okay. Uh, so in the in the early afternoon, um, you see the some stirring at the top of the at the top of the stairs and uh, a. Large group starts to move down the stairs. Really? Uh, how large? Mm. Kind of like the group you saw last time, like two orcs, twelve goblins. Time to leave. Is it possible that we're awesome enough to lead that group on a wild goose chase and circle back around? Anything's possible. Probably not. Oh, this right. area doesn't lend itself to that just because there's no cover. There's just nothing out here. It's bleak, desolate. There's no cover landscape. here, but there is like further on down the mountain. If you went all the way down to that valley that you were in, there's like trees and cover down there. But that's like hours of trekking. Alright, well we pack up the camp just in case. Uh... Maybe they're... Everybody get weapons out. Maybe they want more of that wine. Uh, I move over to the base of the stairs, and as soon as they're within hailing distance, I call out... Uh, um, are you ready to begin trade negotiations? Uh, one of the orcs kind of steps forward, and he says, uh, We've decided not like you. You, you leave now. So, these how narrow are these stairs? Uh, it's like eight feet wide. Eight feet wide, and what's and is there like a what's on either side of them? Um, well, right near the top, it's it's like it starts to go up on both sides, but for the most of the stairway, it's just sort of a hillside, so kind of a slippery slope. Okay. Um, but it's like you could you could walk on it. Just if you start trying to run or do anything tricky, you might kind of slip and fall. 
and he said there were two orcs and twelve goblins. Mm-hmm. And as they come down the stairs, there's still a group that stays at the top. Right. Well, let's pull back far enough as, we, as far as we can and see if we can finish off this group without letting any of them escape. That's a big group. There's a good chance. Uh, it's possible that if we kill the two orcs, the twelve goblins will just run away. Yeah, they'll run back here and we'll have to fight them again. But if we take on two orcs and twelve goblins like toe-to-toe, they'll just kill us. Yeah, I agree. My knowledge of strategy and tactics are coming up. Well, I mean, we had problems with one orc and ten goblins, and they were split up and not in a very good position. Uh, yeah, tell them we'll leave. Do they have? Do the? Or do they can come back? What later. kind of weapons do they, are they carrying? Um, they all. You can. You can tell they all have bows. As far as like their handheld weapons, you'd have to be closer to see. All right, you can fire shield them up and take them on. <laughs> take them on myself. Uh, Eventually, they'll have to start throwing rocks at you. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Does that work against fire shield? Uh, it, it only uh, stops wooden projectiles. Oh. Um. Don't take it. $10,000 for him. Alright, I guess we withdraw. Alright. Uh, I like the idea of, of sneaking into the camp by Sigmar's comment. We'll have Sigmar's divine awesomeness on our side. We can attack him tomorrow night. They'll probably be sick by then. Okay, so you guys start withdrawing down the... Down the uh, yeah, we start okay. withdrawing down the path. Uh, you know, Philippe looks at that group and he says... Uh, Ah, those are too many, I believe. We cannot take that, huh? Yeah, we'll come back later. Perhaps and uh, uh, Jurgen's not even like saying anything. He's just like with the lead donkey, just <laughs> heading out of there. <laughs> All right. Um, so we want to look for a. We want to look for a spot where we can hide, like all of our stuff. Meaning all of the donkeys, all of the donkeys, and the mule, and Jurgen, and. Uh, there are stuff uh, that would require a cave. Alright, we want to start looking for a cave. Okay, I mean, you haven't seen any caves. Well, we Just haven't looked. <laughs> so you want to head, like, into the valley? Uh, well, yeah, we'll head back down the pathways, and then as soon as it kind of gets into terrain, this looks like there might be a cave, we'll start looking. Okay, I mean, caves are pretty rare. Can I use Trade Miner to try to figure out where one would be around here? Um... Well, the thing about finding caves is it's quite random. Like, caves don't just, like, there's not, like, a lot of natural features to look for. Well, I mean, there's not really there's a skill caves, in finding caves. There's often caves around water, right? True. So, if we go back to that stream in the valley, we might have a better chance. I mean, kind of, yeah. Alright, well, how long did it take us to get up here from down there? Um, like, four hours. Okay, we won't even need to hide if we go four hours away. All right, well... I mean, at that point, we might as well go back to Silverton or, or Bridge Pass. No, that was like ten days. 
for not ten days, but like no, that was a like a day and a half. Uh, I guess we won't go that far. We'll, we'll withdraw like an hour down the path and then start looking. Okay, you draw an hour down the path. It's still a sort of rocky path that leads up. Um, there's an hour. Yeah, you haven't hit trees yet. The it's near a town. Maybe we can just script some people to take them out. Well, <laughs> like we, Silverton's a day and a half castle. away. The definitely the, no, not Silverton. Sorry, uh, Bridge Bridge Path. The name of that town? Yeah, yeah that was an hour and a half away. I'm a day and a half away. Okay, so you guys um, head down for an hour. Um, now you're going to leave the path. Is that the plan? Well, we're going to leave the donkeys on the path but for now until we, unless we find something better. Yeah, we'll start looking around. Okay. Um, so you're gonna just like take a left or take a right off of the path and start walking down the hillside? Uh, yeah, we'll split up. We'll, we don't want to look for that long, but a couple of hours. We'll go in groups of... I mean, this group is like 15 minutes behind you. Oh, they're still coming out. Yeah, they were continuing. continuing we want you to leave. Continuing after you. What? They're following us? Yeah, but we're we, following you. They said leave, and we're leaving. Well, there's... Well, occasionally you catch sights of them, and they're still coming toward you. Alright, well, we'll continue with what we'll draw down the path until they stop following us. Um, okay, uh, two hours go by, they're still following you. How far behind are they? About 15 minutes, I think. A few, you know, maybe a quarter mile. There's got to be some awesome crap we can set in the line. Um... Well, they followed you for two hours. Somewhere between two hours and forever. It's probably their limit. Well, we'll keep going until we find a spot where we can hide. Okay. Um, or until they stop following us. Whichever comes first. Well, if you... And by hide, you mean, like, a, a cave, basically. Not, like, just a large or a forest. forest. Right. Um, okay, another hour goes by, and you have kind of passed the tree line. Uh, there's... Now scrub brush and trees that dot the landscape. Uh, certainly not a forest, though. Uh, in another hour, you'll be down in the valley, which is much more like a forest. All right. Well, we'll keep going until one of those two conditions are met. Okay. Uh, you reach the you reach the bottom of the valley. You can't see them anymore. The the trees have kind of obscured the path up above you, so you don't know if they're following you anymore. Uh, there's a stream down in the middle of this valley. All right, well, we'll pull the donkeys off to the side of the trail and um, take up ambush positions. Okay. Um. Yeah, if they're still following us, we might as well try to take them out. Um, Fifteen minutes goes by, and you'd imagine they'd be here by now, but there's no sign of them. All right, we'll give it another 15 minutes and start looking around for a cave. Okay. Uh, another 15 minutes goes by. So you want to head uh, kind of east or west? We'll split up. 
Okay, so half you go each way? Yeah. Um, we'll meet back here in... What time of day is it now? Uh, it's mid-afternoon. Alright, we'll meet back here at... Uh, an hour before sunset. Okay. Um... Okay, so which one of the two groups? Uh, well, we'll leave Jurgen and Oswald behind with the donkeys. Uh, and then myself and Philippe will go east, and then we'll go west. We don't know this land at all. I don't, I don't agree with the splitting up part. Uh, I don't know. Well, we've been walking around it for like... Three days seems relatively safe, except for the feline scorpion-tailed thing that yeah, but would probably that. be much more effective against half of us. But we killed that. We killed that one, but how do we know there's not what about the giant bear or like wear bear or whatever that's in the woods? Uh, all right, I vote that we split up, but I vote that we don't. Uh, I vote that we split up. Alright, well, how does Philippe vote? Um, he gets a vote. Let's see. So, you, so you're, the, the goal is to find a, a cave. Right? A cave or some other place where we can safely hide all of our stuff. Okay. NPCs don't get votes, and besides, like, having four people is terrible. Three people breaks ties. Um... He gets a vote. If he votes for not splitting up, though, he he <laughs> vote doesn't count. <laughs> so he, his vote he, doesn't matter either he, way. He, he says he'll stay behind with the donkeys. He thinks uh, he, he he says someone's going to need to be here should uh, the right, donkeys show up. All right, I'll you take Jurgen instead of him then. Okay. Jurgen's like, I'm tired. I'm sorry. I'm going to stay with donkeys. Then I'll take Oswald. I don't really care. Alright, you, you get Oswald. Alright, uh, so you guys are splitting up? Yeah. Alright. Um, sure, you can each make a perception test. Fail. Uh, I have... <laughs> two degrees of success. I fail. Okay. After wandering around for an hour you find a kind of a large thicket. It's like a bunch of brush has grown around a group of trees. And it's probably the best you think you're going to find. Alright, sounds good. I'll go get... I'll go back to the main spot. Okay. Uh, you're going to lead the group to, to back to the thicket? Yeah, I'll lead the group back to the thicket. Okay. Uh, okay, you guys are there. All right, so now we, we have our base of operations. Finally, we pack up uh, enough food for a couple of days. So we like just are we leave Jurgens behind? Yeah. Take Oswald. No, we're just we're leaving both here. We don't want another meat shield. I think we want. We want Oswald. Shield. We can have Jurgen, but Jurgen might just like leave. Ah, uh, see, <laughs> that's, that's the thing. That's why you get two hirelings. Oh, so they keep track of each other. When you leave them both behind, then you have a much better chance of them still being there when you get back. That's a good point. Well, 
Except for what are the I odds? Don't trust, I don't trust Jurgen. What are, yeah, what are the odds we find Oswald with a knife in his back and all our stuff gone? Much <laughs> <laughs> lower. Where's Jurgen going to go? I think we should, we should take Jurgen and leave Oswald. Our stuff will be fine, and Jurgen's the meat shield. So uh, Jurgen's just going to randomly decide to become like an outlaw because he can't go back to his town if he murders Oswald and takes our stuff. Where is he going to go? Well, he would you assume that we have no idea where he's from. I, I, don't think, merchants guard. I don't think it's fair to take the hirelings into like the date dark deep dungeon. That's not really what we hired them for. That's we're paying them a lot of money. Yeah, but we're not paying them that. Much. You're paying them the going rate to guard a group of merchants. Yeah, like you're not paying. Them I I, I never I never intended to take them dungeon. They're not adventurers. I intended uh, I intended to leave them at the entrance of the right. dungeon with our stuff. That's basically what we're doing here. Yeah, Fine. exactly. So hopefully they. Can but this was before we yeah, knew that we were up against thirty goblins and three orcs. Yeah, well, we'll just have to even the odds. Hopefully, some of them drank the wine. That will go a long way towards evening the odds. Doesn't sound like it though. If they don't like us very much anymore and they kicked us out, they probably. I can't believe they would not drink the wine. Like, Trix is drinking the wine. I have a really hard time believing that they wouldn't drink the wine either. At least Why some of the goblins them? wouldn't like, like sneak in and steal the wine. If the goblins came down with a keg of wine that had a note on it saying, this wine is poisoned, <laughs> love the goblins, Trix is still drinking the wine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, uh, so what's... What's your game plan here? Uh, we're going to leave... It's a late afternoon now. Yeah, it's, yeah we, we leave Jurgen and Oswald with the donkeys. We pack mm-hmm. up um, the supplies we're going to need, you know, enough food for a few days, mm-hmm. some torches, right. uh, our spelunking gear, and we head back up the mountain. Okay. Um, it's kind of like heading towards evening. Did you want to wait until it gets dark or just go right now? Which we'll is go the, now. The late, late afternoon. By the time we get there, it'll be full dark. Okay. Um, right. Yeah, you're definitely right. So it is full dark by the time you reach back there. Nothing like happens on the on the path. Um, you don't meet up with anyone. And um, a little ways after night has fallen, uh, you can start to see the the stairway ahead of you in some very dim moonlight. Priax uh, could kind of help you guys navigate with his knife with you, um, and you can see, you can see the stairway more clearly. Are there goblins at the top? There are... Make a perception. Yes. Uh, wow. Like, four degrees of success. <laughs> really? Yep. Okay. Oh, uh, wait, no. God damn it, I reversed the dice. Oh. Uh, oh. Zero degrees, but it is a success. Success with no degrees. Um, and night vision. Right. Um, there, you, you can't tell how many exactly. It's kind of dim up there, but there are definitely some people at the top of that stairs. Okay. Some goblins at the top of that stairs. Still going by eight. Is it half time? Almost. We were down by three, and then we went. Then they like scored eight in a row. We were down by eleven again. Uh, all right. So Is Sigmar's coming out yet? No, not yet. Well, then we're not attacking yet. Alright, I guess we'll wait at the bottom of the stairs. Okay. Until Sigmar's Comet rises. We definitely use all the help we can get. Alright, Sigmar's Comet eventually uh, starts to come toward the horizon, and you can tell by the sort of faint glowing light 
um, it gets brighter and brighter until you can actually see the comet above the horizon. Does it go to 32 on summer's night? Okay, by, right. by the glowing light, you can see that there's a small group of goblins at the top. All right, we start creeping up the stairs. Okay, um, you uh, you get about mm, you get to the bottom of the stairs, um, and you you hear a shout from the top of the stairs. kind of unintelligible. You want to continue going up? Um. I think we just, yeah. You gotta do something. Alright. Might as well, he'll like be sticking to the shadows on the stairs. There's no point. We either charge or we go home at this point. Alright. Once they've seen us, there's no point in being sneaky anymore. Go big or go home. Alright, Sigmar! Don't yell though, we might still be able to kill these two before. Alright, we, we charge up the stairs. Okay. Silently. Okay, you start and busting your ass we up get the stairs. crushed because they have the higher ground, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> and there's like 12 of them and three orcs or something. It's crazy. Um, can I have the black book, please? Not too many of these goblins know this arm. <laughs> They're goblins. How could they not know the weak point of dwarves? <laughs> Should it be like mandatory? Every goblin has to take it. Wait, I'm going to activate this angle of Sigmar uh, before pray. we do this. Oh, yeah. I'm going to cast Gordon before we do this. Oh, yeah. I'm going to do light up the cigar that I've been saving this whole time. <laughs> not even joking. I'm lighting it up right now. Oh, really? Yep. All right. I bought it like in the second session ever. The amulet turns on. Or maybe the third session. It was a really long time ago. And I don't crit someone that I would have crit. Those people usually smoke the cigar like after the victory, not This is this not, is the victory. Not before, not before the <laughs> This is my vote of confidence. Uh, it's like Nelson during Trafalgar. During the victory before Trafalgar. I'll be having a cigar in my mouth. While I'm fighting, it'll be great. It's like with that guy from Watchmen. Yeah, exactly like him. <laughs> the comedian. The comedian, just like the comedian. <laughs> Where's your flame flamethrower, man? Or like, I don't know, Hannibal from the 18. Yeah, that was Fought with a cigar. I love when planning comes together, especially when that plan is charge up stairs. <laughs> <laughs> charge up the stairs. Yeah, we don't really have the brilliant tactician like Hannibal on our team. Hey! That's, like, that's I think Hannibal has shit, though. Like, they have PA who can just build shite. Like, if we had a tank, we'd be doing better. A tank? Yeah, that would definitely be helpful. Yeah, why well, didn't you list that among our assets? <laughs> like, I guess we have some donkeys and some steel <laughs> paneling. <laughs> we can improvise something. <laughs> The ironclad donkey. Wait, <laughs> right, you can become our tank. Just like start Z chase first. Yeah, cast spell after spell after spell after spell like Port, you did. Port, Port, Port. Like you did trying to 
blast open the chest way back in the day until the swarm of bees came. And Actually, one of the tank was when I was fighting the zombies. That's what I almost turned into a tank. Uh, okay, so, um, um, well, I have my fortune point back. Yay. Yeah, I'm at full fortune. Alright, usage. Uh, alright, when you, when you guys get to, uh, 30 yards off, Three arrows for you as you charge up the stairs. Okay. Um, You're taking point, right? Yeah. Who's who's in the lead here, Mister Fire Shield? Actually, I'm uh, I'm not going to within thirty yards. I'm lightning bolting them before I get that close. I think. Yeah. Thirty six yards. Okay. I'll be running and have my. Heavy All right. Maybe I should. Actually, maybe I should. What? Don't we want to get in the range war with them? Won't we win it? I could wind blast them instead. That would probably let you guys get up to them. Wait, but then we'd lose the range war. How about you just take the points and fire shield them and, like, charge them, and then you absorb all the arrows, and then we run past you and, like, engage them in melee. I don't see how melee is necessary here. Just because it's more efficient and it kills them faster? So the way we deal, that way we can deal with the This does seem like a good time to cast fire shield either way, so I will go ahead and do that. Uh, if you're fire shielding, you take the point. Alright. Let's just try to get in the melee. Try to kill them as fast as we can, and then we... Well, I, why don't we have Nigel just stand there? They shoot at him. They realize they can't do anything, so they run down, and then we go up and engage them. Uh, because I don't think... That's exactly what we're doing. That's exactly what we're doing. That's exactly what I think we have to get over it and, like, try and get into their camp if we want to actually progress with this adventure. So I think we should rush them and try and kill them without them sounding the alarm if possible. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, right, so you're so going to fire shield and take the point. That's, I'll your, fire, that's your guy's plan? I'll fire shield and take the point. Okay. You are greeted with three arrows uh, when you get to 30 yards away. It's dark. They might not see. Well, it's you guys waited <laughs> until it's not that dark. So you, there's actually enough light that I'm not going to give you guys penalties to, to fighting right now. I know. Okay. I was just thinking that... Notice that. Okay, you are hit once. Um, it is absorbed by the fire shield in this sort of flaming burst. Uh, Alright, in the meantime, we're running up the stairs. Okay, um, so you, you guys are moving at mm, half your speed as you're... What is that? Guy? So how, 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 no can, you get up, can you get up, can you get up, how many rounds does it take you to go 30 yards? Two. Okay. And three for the dwarf. Not anymore. He goes human speed now for the next hour. Oh. Oh, two. Sweet. All right. So it takes you two rounds. Okay. Um, so you take two more arrow volleys. Um, we're like. I try and provide cover for my friends. Yeah, they're they're going to. Um, hmm, yeah, tracks. Tracks will have. They, these guys aren't that smart. <laughs> tracks will have a shield. Shield One, for this. Two, three. Which weapons are you using? Sword and shield, so he has a normal, not his buckler, his normal shield. Okay. Uh, two of them take their second shot and fire at you anyway. Uh, one's a hit, but it's it's absorbed by the fire. Another one is shooting at, uh, randomly between you guys. Uh, that's you. There but he has some, but you have some cover, because you're like... Philippe, Philippe is there, too. Um, oh, yeah. Let me 
I'll go low, middle, high. That's still you. Oh, we tell Philippe not to use his pistol in this combat. Yeah, he understands. <laughs> Your plan is to like quickly take these guys out and then sort of infiltrate in the darkness. Yeah. Okay. More or less. Okay. Uh, yeah, he has just his sword drawn. Okay. Don't want to make that mistake. This was made in another campaign. <laughs> We're trying to sneak, sneak the slaves out of the city, and it was going great until Dan uh, got a critical hit with his sonic dance. Sonic was sonic. That's burst right. Weapon. Yep. <laughs> it was it was thunderburst. <laughs> right. It was everything was going great. We were we were just mowing through the guards, and then he critically hit, and the thunderburst triggered, and like the entire city heard it. Because <laughs> sonic damage, of course, is you know. Pure sound energy, so. Right. What did I do with my pencil? Can I get my pencil? That's right here. Oh. Alright. Well, first check with the recorder. It is still recording. Strangely enough, it's working. Um, okay. Alright, as you guys are getting quite a bit closer, you see that at the top of the stairs are uh, three goblins and an orc. Um, Mm. Tribes did not make that enough to buy enough to give him any more information. Okay. So I think the demon's standing right behind him. <laughs> yeah, one degree of success wasn't enough to let you know about that. Okay. Um, that's thirty-one. Let's see if I can. Okay, Brutus. Why don't you don't have a headache? Because that drops you down in the initiative order. Uh, yeah, you know, I don't think I've ever... Fit, like, you don't think you've ever succeeded, all right. So that Wait, is that what, plus 20? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Look at your... You have that sheet. Yeah, it is with plus 20. All right, I make it with the plus 20. Okay, so you're up high, so then you're going to go before them. They're not there. Everyone goes before Triax. What do you want, Triax? What's your initiative? 37. Your initiative is 37? Yep. Holy smokes. All right. You guys are all go first. Wow. You almost caught me. You upped your initiative? No. He's no, the there. Amulet of Sigmar upped his initiative for uh, one hour. So high. <laughs> wow. You could actually dodge a blow this combat. It's crazy. You better shot than I do. <laughs> okay. Um, Alright, so that was the first round of arrow fire, so then you have one more round before you engage them. Actually, I'm probably going to engage them this round because I'm going to let them... Of course, that would mean they're open for the last two guys, but the alternative is me going into melee combat with these guys. That doesn't seem smart. So I thought yeah. we were going to pass you when we entered melee, and you wouldn't enter melee. Right, well, that's this That's round. now. You that's have to decide round. if he wants to be in front or not. Right, so I'm not going to be in front for the second round of arrow fire. Okay. Or for the third round of arrow fire. And why? So that's your third right. round. Right, this is the this is the third and final round. Right. Uh, and so... I'm going to cast the spell instead. Question is, do I want to risk I lightning bolts? That I that on the second round that one uh, could attack you. I never rolled for this. It missed. Um, it had a lot of minuses, I think. Yeah, it had some minuses. 
right. Three I, goblins. I don't really want to cast three. lightning bolt in this situation. There so three goblins and an orc. Let me go back to the old standby of magic dart. Magic dart. <laughs> Does lightning cause oh. noise? It doesn't cause noise, I don't think, but it does cause a bright flash. Yeah, bright flash. Hmm. Does lightning cause noise? Hmm. You know, I think that would be it. I think it would mention that in the spell description if it caused thunder. Okay. So if it doesn't say that in the spell description, then no. Okay. Hmm. It makes like a zapping sound. But it doesn't, it's like, a, like an electrical sound. How, it doesn't make a big clap. That's kind of how I imagine. All right, I'm still going to cast like magic zap. for the first yeah. round. I'm not going to channel. So. Alright, I succeed. I go with the orc, and he takes no damage. Okay. Uh, and then I move up with my other half action. So, there are, are there any spells that have impact for damage? That'd be kind of cool. I don't think so. No, I don't think there are any spells that you roll two damage does. Gotta research that. <laughs> Um, so that was your turn. Uh, Triax, with your high initiative score, you're going to just continue running up? Yep. Okay. Everyone else is running up, so you take some more arrow fire. Um, and you decided to not stay in the front. No, I cast a spell and moved, so instead of running. Right, so that brings... So instead of moving... in the back, basically. Right, so instead of moving 16, I moved... 8. Right? 4, actually, if I'm going half speed. Oh, Okay. Um, so of the of the three of you, who who's is one of you going to be in the front, or uh, are you just all like you can all run up side by side on the same stair if you wanted to? Sure. And they'll choose randomly. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, a little middle. All right. A shot on the lead. That minus twenty ballistic skill. Why is that? Because we're running. Mm. Really? That's what it says. Yeah, you're running at half speed, though. Oh, it does. I'm not going to give you the minus, because, first of all, you're going half the speed, because you're going up the stairs, and secondly, you're going, like, directly at them. Running at a person doesn't count? <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't. That's more like if you're running, like, not we can like zigzag up. We can like zigzag up the stairs or something. <laughs> like interweave. Yeah, interweave. Exactly, interweave. <laughs> uh, yeah, he missed. I'm giving him the bonus for firing into a group, but he still missed that shot. Uh, that's a hit on Triax. He has minus ten on that shield for the shield. Oh, for the shield, it's still a hit. So these guys are aiming, and the third one's a miss. All right, so one hit on that. For ten was uh, to the leg. It does nothing matter. <laughs> All right, it clangs off your your sturdy armor. You have like plate armor on your legs now. Yep, it's the crits that kill Triax. You basically have never failed to crit Triax once or twice every combat we've done since he's got his plate mail. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that'll teach you. <laughs> well, the. Uh, yeah, I mean, last time you guys fought those combos, I, like, the first two rounds of combat, I rolled really, really well. It was probably some of the better rolls I've had in the whole campaign. Um, Don't even get me started on the freaking follower, fucking Ulrich. <laughs> no, that guy, yeah, that was crazy. 
He's uh, just like, oh, there's your weapon over there. Here's your guts <laughs> on the ground and two attacks from 19 to 0. We gotta see that guy <laughs> out. Sigmar sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, you should have recruited him. Yeah. Holy shit. Sorry, Drax, you're fired. <laughs> I'd have fired. Hey, yeah, we're hey, Ulrich. Yeah, we're Ulrich's coming now. <laughs> let me help you. Uh, you were <laughs> working on it. Let me give you a hand. <laughs> All right. So that was the last. Let me toss his dwarf. That was the last round of arrow fire. Nigel, well, Philippe, we start with him. All right. He's going to charge. Um, I think he's going to leave the orc for you guys. He charges one of the goblins, the one on the far left. And hits. Okay. Uh, I don't. Alright, cast my dark orc. Succeed. That's nine to the orc. Nine. Might do a point. Okay. Uh, and I'll move again. So I've moved twice. Nine. Uh, what was the hit location? That actually matters. Uh, it was the right leg. Right, right leg. Okay. As I roll a 100. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Try it with your newfound speed. All right. And strength. Go, uh... Charge of the orc. Go magical amulet. Set the tone for the entire combat right here. Die, you son of a bitch. Oh, or I can whiff horribly. Yeah, that's a mess. Okay. Uh, Bruce. Oh, I'll charge a goblin. You want to engage the one Philippe is engaged with? Yeah, sure. Why not? So it's like three, so two goblins and an orc on Triax and me and Phoebe against one. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's, right. it's gonna be one big scrum. They're all kind of just waiting for you at the hits top. Them, of this. Hits them in the right leg. Ooh, that's not very good. For seven damage. For seven. We'll do something to a goblin. I can't attack again with the charge. Okay, so then they go with their low initiative. Um, presumably they have to spend an action to draw their swords this round. Unless they all have quick Unless they all have quick draw. Um, pretty sure they don't. That, uh, what's the skills up here? <laughs> You're not going to be happy about that. Um, no, none of them have quick draw. Um, the orc attacks you. Triumphs. Dodge. Oh, you want to dodge? Does he hit? Uh, oh, yeah, he hits first. No, it misses. Okay. Do you want to dodge? Uh, do you want to dodge his miss? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not even legally. Did he not swift attack? He couldn't. He had to draw a sword. He had to draw a sword. Oh. No, actually, the orc did not because he was not firing a bow. Um, did he swift attack? Alright, this second attack you might want to dodge. Alright, try to dodge. I fail. Okay, uh, so Orc actually has disarm. Oh, are you <laughs> kidding me? 
Uh, I, I think he's going to use it. Sure. Hey, he knows how to deal with these. Hey, your agility is not quite as crappy as it could be. Uh, where the hell's disarm? Suppose agility. If he hits, there's, there's no weapon skill involved. There's no weapon skill involved. If he hits, it, well, there's a weapon skill that right. Right. he hits. Right, but it. then it's just opposed, straight opposed agility. That's why Tribe sucks at it. All right. Um, zero four. So I make it by. <laughs> fuck off. He's stupid. Three, three degrees. Three right. degrees. Uh, he did pretty well, but you know, it's just a degree. Okay. All right. Not disarmed. You are not disarmed. All right. And you take no damage. How awesome is that? Um, the goblins go. Mm. Attack on Philippe. Um, two attacks on Philippe. Alright, they are not the beat sticks the earlier goblins were. Alright, we go all the way up to Philippe. Nearly a tumble, and that's. Alright, Philippe. A little better than that next time. Nidal. Uh, Alright, keep on with the magic dart. Uh, Alright, the, the two of you who are at the top of the uh, who are at the top of the stairs can make perception tests based on sight. Make it. Fail it. You can need degrees of success. Four degrees. Four degrees. Okay. You see that a single goblin has been running down the stairs. And he must have been running down the stairs because he's already two thirds of the way down. Okay. Or no, not two thirds of the way down. He's about a quarter of the way down. Maybe he'll die from falling down from running too hard. He's, um, yeah, so that's that. Um, another mystery. Just top takes countless, countless mysteries. Only down, only down six. Um, okay, so we're, we're on Nigel, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm taking my second half. Philippe probably goes before Nigel. Yeah, he already did. Um, oh, we're down by three again. Four press. Yeah. Oh my god, we have the ball. We're down three. It's a miracle. Alright, I'm done. Nice job, Isaiah. I'm not doing anything with my other half action. I guess I... <laughs> I need it's a three. <laughs> I'm like, nice job, Isaiah. I need it's a three. <laughs> Sarcastic. Is it a tie? Yeah, it's a tie ball game. <laughs> okay. Um, um, I guess I... Parrying stance? Okay. Parrying stance. Parrying stance. Alright, gotcha. Um, Correct. Uh, guarded attack, firing stats. Uh, hit. Oh, we're up by two. He does have dodge ball. Do you hear that? Switch to the cutlass when attacking the orc. Uh, he, he dodges. Alright, second Uh, hit. You know, I was looking at the, at the, uh, that combat card. Where did it go? I was looking at it. Oh. Kind of an interesting one that I haven't seen you guys try is you can do uh, uh, feint. You can do feint and the full defense together. Defensive stance, feint. Let me see. Oh, feint, just, which sure. is kind of an interesting combination. It's like, oh, that's kind of cool. 
Maybe I should have your opponents use it on you occasionally. Oh, yeah. Oh, I hit with the second attack. It's like good against somebody with a high agility, um, kind of like against Brutus, maybe it should be. Maybe I could have people use it occasionally. Agility is not that high. Yeah, it used to be higher, like earlier in the campaign. For you. When I wasn't wearing nails. Before you had full plate. <laughs> I guess, if you want to attack every other round. Right. But, I mean, you, you give them, like, what, my, oh, like a significant minus to hit. Minus 20. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alright. I think Orc is as brutal as it gets here, so he'll channel Sigmar for this hit. Uh, that happens, I think, after you? Yeah, I've already hit him. After you? Oh, okay. I hit him in the right leg. <laughs> oh, does defensive stance combo with feints? They would get the minus 20 on the feint check. Uh, Sigmar no. is... Minus 20 at opponent's weapon skill, ballistic skill, and then the opponent's weapon skill. Not test. channeled. Would they get the minus 20 on it? No. No, they would Why not? Because defensive stance doesn't help you. Finish. Yeah, it doesn't exactly. It says okay, you can go attack minus 20 to opponent's weapon skill. When they're attacking you. That's like, that's the abbreviated version. Like, read oh, the whole thing. Okay. It's when they're attacking you. Okay. Alright. I uh, hit him in the right leg for 19. For 19. And that's like the minor. You, didn't, you, you failed on a willpower test? Failed on a willpower test. Wow. I can't remember the last time you failed on a willpower test. Uh, for I 19, uh, he's going to try to ferry that. Fails his attempt to parry. Uh, he does. I think I'll probably switch to the orc. He needed that. Um, so he takes Definitely switching to the orc. What was the hit location, sir? Uh, right, right leg. Right leg. Hey, you guys are going after the legs. It's a good place. He's got extra armor on his head and body. Um, it's not a critical hit, though. Are you next? Am I? Uh, yes, you are. Uh, attack the orc. Switch attack. Switch attack. Uh, hit. He's used his dodge already. Uh, no damage. Okay. 55. Um, this by one. My weapon skill is 54. Uh, where's that amulet? Um. Oh, well, it's just a fortune point. I mean, I could fortune point in attack. Oh, yeah. No, it, right. could yeah, give yeah, it would plus give five. me plus five. And it was, you'd, you'd hit on a I wouldn't have used it. <laughs> of course not. Um, <laughs> you can command Philippe to attack the orc. All right, there you go. All right, fine, his turn. The orc will get his dodge back by the time. No, the orc has his dodge back now. Uh, I'm not like That's a hit, perhaps. Try to dodge. Try to dodge. Dodged. Okay. Um. Uh. No, they're using the strike so they don't hit. And we'll attack them. We're up to now, we're down to? That's a hit. bullshit. Alright. Philippe gets tagged a little bit. Um, Tag Goblin? Mm hmm. What about his. Uh, okay. NBA wasn't quite ready for that. Okay. <laughs> it's 
really sloppy game. This is the worst game I've ever seen. It's really sloppy. Uh, it's not as bad as the first game. The se- yeah, well, the second half. The first half of the second game we played. Well, the first half of this game has been terrible. The second half was a little bit better. The first half was so god awful. It was like, just, yeah. All right. Philippe, like, turn Philippe tears into, into one of the goblins uh, on his turn, Nigel. Well, I did I go three? All right, lightning bolts. Nine. Yes. Wow. Do I hit him in the leg? No, I hit him. In I'm the used to your arm. Magic you might take a point. Yes. Doing you like point. eighteen. Or magic dart like to the arm. You're whittling him down. Um. Okay. Um. I gotta just take him out now. So, what does faint do? Keeps him from using dodges and parries. On your next attack, it's yeah. you really can, not worth doing. You can just swift attack. You're better off swift attacking. All right, yeah, I'll swift attack. All right, first attack. Unless you think it's a crit if he doesn't dodge. If you think his agility is higher than his weapon skill, then you would probably want to faint. Yeah. <laughs> That's he the only doesn't dodge. Oh, he dies. All right, he dies. Tremendously horrible death. Give him cards. <sighs> Is it the good one or the bad one? It's no. It's a horrible one. It's no additional effect. I mean, Although it is in the leg. Is it the D6 or the D3? It's the D6. Oh, okay. So the damage is 18 plus 6. Okay, 24. 25. Why do you roll ex- it's exploding? It's exploding. Exploding means you keep rolling? Huh? You roll a 6, yeah. Do you just keep rolling 6s initially? Yep. Wow. Uh, that is a critical hit. 18. Wait, does that strike injury? I do. I counted it. Oh. Wow, that's a terrible roll. Uh, you have done so much damage to him, though, I don't know if it's even going to matter. It's like um, a level like 13 critical or something, right? I guess it right? could matter. Um, to the, slashing to the leg. Even the highest on the chart, you have to roll a 20 to automatically kill them. Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. You're just in the main section of the rules now. Yep. Uh, your blow cuts through muscle and bone, severing a major artery. Your opponent is quickly standing in a growing pool of blood. <laughs> on one leg? He's hopping around? Uh, it doesn't, no, it doesn't, doesn't cripple him. You, you cut through his bone on his leg, and he's not. He's still able to stand on it? Well, you fractured his bone. Oh, he actually could break his leg. He has the toughness test, but his leg is broken. He, he has a 0-1. That's not, he's just fine. But he does have heavy bleeding. Uh... I guess I have to blow my second attack on him. Uh, hit him. In the head. The goal is to do more than zero. Eleven. Eleven. But he actually hasn't used his parry yet. Should have parried the last one. I guess, in a way, it's better to parry the He was smart. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out that way. Uh, it didn't matter. He failed. His weapon wow, test on the parry. The worst parry. Yeah, ever. he is not good at parrying. All right, eleven to the dome. Eleven to the head. That's another critical hit. Not quite as high though. Sixty. Sixty. You're gonna be just like, uh, was that a? Oh, we it sudden is death sudden death. So uh, you like just you just got it up. <laughs> just got it up. All right, you 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 crack through his helmet and into his skull, and he collapses. Awesome. One down. I'm um, down 30 to go. All right. The, uh... No, who goes after you? The goblins might run away now. 
Brutus. One of the goblins is severely injured. Yeah, the goblins yeah, like all hard. miss all of us last no, turn. Philippe, uh, Philippe has taken um, a hit. Okay, I'll attack a goblin. I have not been rolling as well as I, I hit a goblin. Does it want to dodge or anything? It does not have dodge. Fifty-one is the body. Uh, it does takes eleven to the body. Eleven. That's a critical hit. Okay. Shit. Do I use the D six right? It's like a axe. Wow. <laughs> ten. Ten. Nice. Is that the minimum I can roll yes. ever? Right. <laughs> ten to the body. It's a crushing critical, I guess. Oh. You tickle him. A little giggle <laughs> escapes. A ten. It does bump you to the second row of the chart. At least that's good. Oh, oh that was in the rim. I already swatted it out. Your blow catches your opponent squarely in the ribs, knocking him down. That's actually not all the easier to kill him, as I... In some, in some ways, that's better than the last critical, which was right, bleeding and no other him. effect. And I do another 11 damage to the body. Same, I do another 11 to him. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll higher than 3. Uh, 39. Planet slashing. 39 slashing to the body. Oh, we were up by two. Was it the, uh, what was the, the location was the body, okay. Um, well, like a 9-0 run since we were up to. You cut deeply into your opponent's right shoulder. Anything held in the hand is dropped. He has lightly. Alright, uh, do they get to go yet? Can they run away yet? Yes, they can. They run off. There's two of them. Disengage. There are three of them. I thought there were there four goblins total. One of them's knocked to the ground now. No, there were three goblins. Oh, one of them's on his ass. Yes. Oh, yeah. He has to get up quickly in order to try that. Good luck with that. He does get up quickly. Ah. So he can only spend a half action moving though. So he can't run away. Right. He moves down the stairs. Oh, do I get to attack anything? You get two. You get um, two free attacks. Three. Three. The other guy moves away without disengaging. That's still oh, a free attack. Yeah, yeah, that's still, still free attack. He just doesn't get... I wow, if you're surrounded by, like, 20 guys, you just get 20 free attacks if yep. they all run away from you. It's just, like, that attacks of opportunity. Um, I, I would limit it to some reasonable number if that ever came up. So what number is reasonable in this case? Mm, I don't know, four. All right. I attack three times. Uh, one is a crit. That's just got to be dead on a goblin. Uh, wow, that's a lot of words. It's a uh, slashing, so he's got arm cut wide open, heavy bleeding, willpower test, or minus 10 mental characteristics for 20 minutes. Well, the damage alone. Is the small one or the larger one? Exploit. It's a larger one. Oh, wow. So it does 19 damage. Uh, okay, roll, roll critical. We're on the top part of the chart. 40. Alright, you are rarely in the 11s. Um, uh, I, get, right. I didn't know if that was is that the one that was already Your blow up? cuts through several major arteries causing death in a matter of seconds. Was that a random one or was that a one that was beat up already? Um, the first one is the uh, the right, one. It was just a, uh, it was a random one that wasn't hurt. 
Attack again. Oh, that was a random one that wasn't her? I thought you were, I thought that was. Oh, if you yeah, want. That wouldn't have been. Okay, that would have been. That'll, that'll, that'll be the one that just got up then. That's fine. Okay. Um. I'm, I'm taking three attacks, so I was just going to take them all at once. Okay. All right, go ahead. With the all right, yep. so that one's dead. The other two are not injured, as far as I know. Right. <laughs> That's a critical hit. Oh, my gosh. I rolled a zero three, then a zero two. Well, I guess I can... Don't use them all up on, like, goblins running away from you. I want to be able to get that one again. Leg. Uh, so it takes 20 damage, and it's heavy bleeding... Its armor is damaged. All right. In the leg. <laughs> no further effect. So it takes 20 damage. Okay. Oh. All right. And for your third critical? That's not a critical hit. It is a critical hit. Oh. Uh, 60. 60. I don't think that's going to kill it. But it's in the leg. It's in the leg. It's in it the might just, like, incapacitate it. Oh, it's crushing. on the crushing. Right, yeah, crush, crushing 60s of the leg. A glancing blow hits your opponent's knee, numbing the leg temporarily. Uh, his movement is halved. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> Did you see that? <laughs> what happened? They'll show the replay. He, he it was a pass to some dude. It was dance. Just, yeah. He was he was trapped, and so he tried to cross court pass it, and he threw and it. He cross court passed it to like the announcers. <laughs> <laughs> so is he slowed down at all? Yeah, he slowed down. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the third attack on the third goblin. See if I can roll a zero. Yeah, come on, zero something. <laughs> Do I get any pluses for him running away? Yeah, you got a plus twenty. All right, I hit him. Uh, that's only twelve damage. All right, I'll try. Not a critical hit. Try. See, normally we get three attacks, but I'm afraid you only get two. <laughs> All right, we'll start with the numb leg guy. No, not even with plus one. Not even plus. One. Not even close. That's close. And it's yeah, close. that'd have been a fumble with the flannel. And the other guy, uh, that's it. In the in the dome for eleven. Mm, not a critical hit. I I did. I know you did some damage. Fourteen to, or no? I did twelve to him. Right. Whoa. Eh, they're wearing some armor. It's not quite a critical hit. Well, that guy's armor's damaged. Fuck yeah, <laughs> that was awesome. Wow, Terrence Ross is having an awesome game. Is he? That was holiday. Oh, that was holiday, but yeah, he had a he had an amazing play earlier. I think that was like the first time I've seen a full court press actually like do anything. Oh, I'm getting that shit out of here. I think they called a foul. Ah, oh, damn it. Okay, are you guys gonna go running uh, running after them? Uh, I'm gonna lightning bolt one of them. Or magic dart one. Lightning bolt. Lightning bolt. I think we'll just... Uh, they're probably lightning. out of magic dart range. We'll probably just take our time. No, maybe not. Let's see. Maybe. Yeah, they're much, probably out of magic dart range. I don't want to take too much time. I can quick draw out my... So one of them's got a numb leg, and the other one... So I want to go after... I, I want to lightning bolt the other one. Right. To try and stop him before he gets away. No prisoners. No quarter. So you're going to use the lightning bolt? Yeah. Let the uh, bolt of lightning shine out. Yeah, well, the other goblin is like gonna alert the camp anyway, right? Right, right. Yeah. That goblin, that goblin, we can't do anything about. Right. Uh, so do I have to move in order to see him? Probably. Uh, yes, you have to do. Right. You have to move. I already. Basically, moved. three quarters wow. of a move action, right? Okay. 
like um, no meaning like a move action. Hmm. They spent a round charging that you never spent, basically, is what I'm trying to say. Well, but I've spent three round moving since then. Oh, you have? Yes. Oh, then you're, like, at the top. Okay. Because, yeah, three of your moves equals one charge. So, right. Yeah. Yeah, I spent three rounds not channeling and moving okay. instead. Yeah, that would get you to the top, then. Okay. Uh, right, so I'll just channel. No. Uh, that succeeds. Eight. Oh, I have my crossbow. I have that stupid gun. That I um, that's a critical hit. All right. Wow. Ah! Ninety. Ninety. <laughs> wow. Uh, okay. That's. I'll give you a location. It's a leg. No. Yeah. Left leg. Is this the dude with the numb leg already? No, this is no. the other dude. Oh. Ah, there's an audible crack as your shot hits the thigh bone with force enough to send your opponent sprawling to the ground, clutching his leg. Mm, okay, he is sprawled on the ground. He starts to, like, tumble down the stairs. Oh. He's, he, he tumbles down the stairs, like, head over heels, and... Um, I'm actually going to give him an agility test, or he's going to take more damage from like falling all the way down the stairs. All right, he makes nice. the agility test, oh. so he. Uh, Damn it. He, uh, he doesn't land too awkwardly. Okay. Uh, so then it's tracks. Yeah. What are the rest? What do you What do you guys want to do? Ready to uh, well, her? one of them's got a numb leg, and the other one is just fell down. Mm-hmm. So but the one ran away. So the only chargeable guy is the guy with the numb leg. Right. You charge him. The other guy, but the other guy fell down. So the other guy, yeah, there's another guy who just like fell and like rolled down the stairs a bunch. So he might be able to charge him like next round. All right, sure. Uh, charge. I guess charging the number one guy is the right move. Wait, it's not your turn. Yeah. It is. What did Philippe do? Oh. Um. He doesn't. He doesn't charge down after them. He doesn't want to like run down these stairs. Wow, that guy just went into the black hole. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, here he is. Some of the goblins that were bleeding are dead. I know, I caught One of them is still alive. Yeah. Alright. No one's blood to death. Uh, that guy takes 17 to the body. Whoa. Uh, okay, that's a critical hit. Uh, 56. Uh, that is... He's already in sudden death. Alright, you kill him. How do you get to sudden death? You take a critical hit that's five or higher. On the chart. On the chart, which depends on like how high you roll and stuff. Basically, Basically you take an above average critical hit, and then you take another above average critical hit. And it oh, kills okay. you. Yeah, Otherwise, that makes. Otherwise, it'd be really hard to actually kill somebody on the chart. Yeah. Otherwise, it could get to the point where, like, if you just can't roll higher than like forty, like it's just like you keep doing these small effects to people, so it keeps that from happening. Okay. Um, so one guy gets away by my count. Huh? No, nobody's gotten away. One guy. One guy just fell down. down some stairs. He's our next target. Right. He has, he, he has not gotten away yet. Right, but there were three who were running, right? One, one, one had a numb leg. One died on his swing. 
The second guy got a numb leg. Oh, right, The right. third guy got a lightning bolt in and he right. just fell down. None of them have gotten away. Right, so there's just one who's fallen down who's left. Right. Then right. he's our next target. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, you have no trouble catching up with him as he's falling on his, on his face. Well, so. nobody has caught up to them yet. So it's my turn, I think. Right, yeah. so you run down the stairs. You can probably run up to him. Uh, is there any penalty to running down the stairs? Or any um, agility tests? Or you have to move at half speed unless you want to make an agility test. So can I run to him this turn? with Without charging, just run to him? At half your run speed. Okay, I'll do that. Okay, so what's your what's half your run speed? Like, how far do you go? 16 yards. 16 yards. It's not far enough. Oh, oh, he's further down. Because he, 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 he fell down like a bunch of stairs. So well, that's, all I, can, that's all I can do. So that's all you can make the agility test. Yeah. 30, I have a 1 in 3 chance of tumbling down the mountain. I'm just going to run as far down as I can. Okay. That's safe. Uh, all right, I guess. Is there like a really easy agility test I can do to go like a little faster? You know, put a little bit of risk for a slightly <laughs> little more reward? Or, just uh, like get up to him. You can go three quarter speed with like a plus twenty to your agility. No, that's not good. All right, I, I won't do that. Okay. Um, got it back down to one. All right. So then he goes. Oh no! Yes! <laughs> yes! Right. Tries to get up quickly. He does. He moves. I guess he he moves at his full he moves as fast as he can so he that's half his movement so like four yards or something um, no but he he try he makes an agility test and he fails it and so breaking his fly didn't okay. give him any penalties to uh, I, he rolled an eighty so he's gonna fail either way oh, okay. um, <laughs> all right so he falls down again all right this time. He, this time he falls awkwardly for some damage. He could probably just like roll, start rolling down the mountain if he really wants to. Scare right, it's not a serious amount of damage though. Um, all right, Philippe goes down the stairs a bunch. Nigel, uh, I go down the stairs a bunch. Uh, Trix. Uh, yeah, go down the stairs. Brutus. I'm sure I can charge him at this point uh, safely. Sure. Yeah. All right, I do so. No escape. Oh, uh, well, that's a critical. You have plus. Ten since he's on the ground. Oh, okay. Then that auto kills him because I rolled negative five. It does eighteen damage, and it causes light oh bleeding. Oh my god! Light bleeding, and he's minus ten mental. Well, just roll me a critical. I, in fact, you cannot not kill him at this. Point. I cannot not kill him. Yeah. Okay, I roll a ten. Because even if you roll a zero one, it's still in the side right. death range. I rolled a fifty-two. All right. You split his skull. With your sword. Alright, my so using axe, axe. Battle axe. I don't have a sword. I have a cutlass, I guess, is a sword. Oh, this game's actually like turning out to be. You guys want to watch the last 10 minutes? Yes. Okay, Alright, yeah. Take a pause for the cause.
we going? We're going again. Okay, so uh, you guys went over the top of the of the stairs, chased down, killed some goblins. Um, one of them was running out in front of, in front of you guys, and um, you guys made it most of the way down. This uh, the stairway isn't um, it's like a few hundred yards, so he's made it to the bottom by now. All right, we go after him. Okay. Uh-huh. Is anybody hurt? Philippe, Philippe is scratched. He's hurt. Not badly, though. Alright, we'll keep going. I don't want to take five minutes and heal him now. Uh, yeah, he says, uh, no, we must pass on. So, uh, I guess he can start using his pistol. Yeah. Um, well, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Okay, um, so you guys you guys make it to the bottom of the stairs, and you can start to hear there's some commotion happening up ahead of you in that town. It's kind of dark now, especially on this half, because the glow from Sigmar's comet is shielded by those mountains um, all along there. So kind of like the half of the town is kind of shrouded in darkness. Um, Goblin see in the dark. Um... I don't think so. I don't think they have that good. Excellent. All right, we'll start making our way around this edge of the ruins and try and keep to the shadows of the buildings. Okay. Um, sure, it's like pitch black over there. Uh, so um, it's not it's it's not really rocky or anything like that. The only cover you can get is from the buildings themselves. Um, uh, you're going to go like kind of... Quietly and yeah, okay. Um, after you go for about five minutes, you can kind of hear some commotion back at the base of the stairs. Okay, but uh, but it's off in the distance, a waste. All right, well, let's try and see if we can make it yeah. to that cave. Do anybody we see make it. it to that cave in five minutes? Um, well, if you want to go really quietly and stealthily, no, and stay you know within the shadows as much as possible. No, um, that's fine. Let's see. I, with the way that these goblins chat against you, you know, or chat it up and squabble, there's really no need to make any silent move tests. But um, all of you can make a concealment test be against their perception. And with the darkness, I will definitely give you guys all that agility. A significant bonus. It's just an agility roll, right? None of us have concealment. Concealment is agility, yes. How many copies are really moving? I might might actually make it with a degree. Oh, actually. I roll. That's even worse. All right. (laughs) Uh, All right, so what's the worst of your group? It's me. It's uh, five degrees of failure. Five degrees of failure. I guess I could have stuck it and only have gone four degrees of failure. Um, so, but if their worst perception was six degrees of failure, we win. Well, I like stump someone like the gun. Figure, figure gun. you had a plus 20 on that, so. My firearm goes off. It's really like three degrees of failure. If their best perception, if their worst, yeah, their best perception was like four degrees of failure. I don't know. Um, I got a four. 
<laughs> okay, so you um exactly. You kind of Did you hear me? <laughs> I said I got the floor. Alright, so this was based on sight, so um so Brutus kinda of takes like a bad step and it kind of exposes himself. Uh <laughs> zip. He's like, come get something. He's a bad chef. He's hot. He's hot. He's hot. He's hot. He got the lace, uh, lace of reaches up. Um. Ooh, I, guess, uh, I guess my gem cutter left me a little surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Wardrobe malfunction. Uh, and um, you, don't, you don't see like an immediate reaction, but you realize that you've made kind of a mistake. Okay. It, you know. Uh, well, there's but you don't you don't hear like a bunch of people charging or anything like that. All right, there's only one option: we kill Brutus and then keep going to the cave. All right, you can point. bring it on. Um, <sighs> how many fate points do you? Have? <laughs> All right. Um, just, you don't have a choice. You've been exposed. <laughs> uh, you're about halfway towards. You're going towards that cave, right? Yeah, yeah. There's a large building that's like halfway there, right? Yeah. Uh, that's also kind of in the way. That's kind of like what you're taking cover behind currently. Um. As you get really close to that building, you see that it's a ruined temple. To Sigmar? No, it is not to Sigmar. Um... Make a perception test. Uh, How ruined? Like, I, completely collapsed? No. That building is, like, held up a bit better than some of the others. The roof is still sort of up, as you can kind of see in that picture. Uh, Trix is too busy paying attention to Brutus right. to notice the building. All right. You notice the building, but you, you don't you don't see any detail on it. Um, all right. So how far is it from this building, say, back to the base of the stairs? Um, like 150 yards. Wow, that's a really long way. All right. All right, I think anything I could do would just make things worse. Um, we can just try hiding in the shadows again. Just keep going somewhere else and rehide. Yeah, well, we're going to try and continue to work our way towards the cave if there's no reaction. Okay, so you'll stay on the edge there. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, as you continue on, you see a few shapes kind of making their way toward you um, in the in the shadows. Uh, they're not going along the edge, though. They're kind of just generally heading in your direction. Uh, make up for top. Two degrees of success. Uh, two degrees of success. Um, you don't have night vision. Uh, I'll make it. Well. <laughs> I got five degrees of success. Yeah. Yep. Um, you you think that it's three goblins. You also think it's three goblins, but you can kind of see a little more detail, and you notice that they don't seem to be looking like right at you. They're kind of just generally coming in your direction without... Um, okay. They don't seem to be heading like right at you guys, though. How far away are they? Mm-hmm. 50 yards. Once they're, like, close to us, we can ambush them. Take them out. Three goblins. Probably take them out in a round. Um, 
All right, I want to kind of find a spot where I can kind of crouch down for a minute. Uh, yeah, you can go like behind that building, unseen, unseen basically by everybody. Mm-hmm. All right, um, I'm gonna pull out my cross a crossbow bolt and cast glowing light on it. Okay. All right, I see. I'm gonna then I'm going to take like a spare piece of cloth, like my hat, and okay. wrap up the glowing cross like part of the crossbow bolt. Like basically the tip of the crossbow bolt. So the whole crossbow bolt is is lit up. I just want to light up the metal the, part. The metal part. Oh, okay, the arrowhead. Yeah. Okay, and then you'll conceal it with the with the hat with the hat, so it's not really visible anymore. Right. Okay. So it's probably glimmering a little bit. But yeah, it's, it's like glowing. a very like a like the ember of a fire or something through that. Right, and then I'm gonna try and aim like. Um, I'm going to try and arc my crossbow bolt, so I realize it only has an effective range of 30 yards, but I figure I could shoot it further than that. You shoot it further, but it won't do damage. Right. I just want to get it as far from me as possible, um, you know, back in this direction towards the towards the base of the stairs. Okay. So, like, right now, you guys are, like, right here. So you want it to land, like, there? Uh, I, you know, I want just as far this way as possible. Yeah. Um... Okay, go ahead and make a ballistic skill test to see how... And hopefully the hat will probably fall off at some point. Oh, well, if you fire the crossbow bolt, like, with the hat on the end, it's going to, like, pierce the hat. And if you you tied it onto it, like, it would not go any distance Yeah, you can't can't fit it into the crossbow if if the hat's, like, attached to it. So you can put the hat over the front, but you're just going to pierce it. Right. Um, alright, that's fine. Hopefully they won't see exactly where it came from. If I'm kind of behind the building, they may not notice when I shoot it. Right. You're not going to... No one can see it until it gets past the building, right, if you're here. Right. And then they may not notice it. Like they may, Hopefully they won't know exactly where it's from. They'll just know it's kind of in that direction. Right. Uh, all right. I succeed on my ballistic skill test. Okay. Any reasons for this? No. Okay. Um, all right. Well, you get it in the right direction, and you get a nice arc on it. Um, so that's. Um, yeah. That's about here. All right. I quietly move in the other direction. We'll see what their what their reaction is. Maybe they don't even notice it. Um. So Brutus, who's been tracking them, you notice that one of them seems to be pointing at it, and uh, they're like talking amongst themselves. Uh, okay. So, are you guys going to make a dash for? Are you going to continue to no, the we'll, shadows? We'll wait. We'll hide and see if you see if they go for it. Uh, one of them is going over there. The other two are just kind of standing, talking to each other. All right, we'll continue to stay yeah. put. What? Can't we just move away? It's too risky. We have a much better chance of being seen if we move. Okay. Um, go ahead and make a second concealment test. For, okay. Two guys. I'm not confirming this one. Using my other concealment on fire. Right. Uh, I didn't do too badly. Only one degree of failure. 
Alright, I have like three degrees of failure. Oh my god. <sighs> well, this time there's only two of them looking at you, so. Three degrees of failure. Three degrees of failure, I think. Gosh. Um. Did they make perception tests? Yes, so I had the two of them make perception tests. Uh, it's gonna come down to it. Well, how many exactly? 32. 32. Um. That's good, right? <laughs> for three degrees of failure. Well, I'm giving you guys a plus 20. Um. Yeah, if they gave me plus 20, then I succeeded. Well, he was ten. Or minus 20 to their test, however you want to call it. Um, <clears throat> Where's the third pencil? Oh, I don't know. Oh. Okay, so, uh, yeah, they, they, don't, they don't take any action as you guys sneak away from that building towards the cave. But that's not what we're doing. I thought that's what you The whole point was to hide until they go away. Yeah, we're kind of trying to put that building between us and them. Oh, so you go, like, opposite the building. Well, I well what you just said is like way better than what we wanted to do, so we'll just go with what you said. Sure. Since we already made the test to move away, <laughs> that's what we'll do. Yeah, I mean, if you make the test to make the test, you can do whatever you want. Well, you, you, we didn't want to make any tests. We wanted, right, we wanted to try and hide, so we figured we'd get a larger bonus on our test if we didn't. Oh, I was just giving you the standard, but whatever. Like, night hiding in the shadows bonus. Since we didn't get the bonus anyway, we'll just go ahead and move. Okay. I, I, I sorry, I misunderstood. Alright, no, no worries. Um, it all works out. Okay, um, as you enter that cave, you can all make move silent tests. Not very stealthy. Uh, no. Wow. I lose. Oh, I made it. Uh, four degrees of failure. Four degrees of failure. Uh, um, four degrees of failure as well. Four degrees of failure. Okay, you guys gotta stumble over each other as you, uh, enter the cave. I mean, I don't know, stumble over is probably too, uh, I mean, even four degrees of failure is probably not a stumble. But, um, you guys aren't that quiet as you enter this cave and there's the clack of your boots against some rocks that turn over as you walk in and a goblin, which was asleep in this cave, starts to wake himself up and he comes to, uh, a sitting position, and he looks at, and he kind of looks up. He seems a little bit mm, out of sorts for a moment. Well, well then, we're clearly I guess we know what to do about this situation. <laughs> yeah, we're clearly not hanging around in this situation. <laughs> okay, uh, let me know when I can charge. Initiative. Uh, Philippe will hold your his action. See what you guys are doing. Unless you want to whisper something to him or shout. Uh, it's not my turn yet. He's he's like in the back. That's great. He holds his action. Okay. Uh, try. No, not. Well, you still have the awesomeness, awesome buff for a while. Yep. How far away is this guy? Mm, Twelve feet. That's what three yards? No, four yards. All I have. I don't have my DLU. I don't have my DLU. All I have is my quarter staff. Uh, are those two different words? Um, those are two different words. I think E-L-U-D is the one you... Allude to avoid? That's E-L-U-D. Uh, All right, I'll charge him. What's allude, allude mean? Allude, it means refer to something. Oh, okay. I mean, I, could, I guess I could magic dart him instead. Pursuers. I don't really have any other relevant things. I don't have a lot to write about, so I wrote about the Husky him. game a little bit. <laughs> You're charging with the quarter staff? Yeah. All right. I miss. 
Uh, he's on the ground, so you have plus ten. Oh, then I hit. Wait, plus ten to a what? I get plus ten for charging, right? Or you're attacking with a melee attack? I'm attacking with my staff. Oh, not the dagger. That's what I had out. Wow. Your weapon skill is 42? It's 35. But I get plus 10 for charging, right? Yep. And plus 10 for being on the ground. That's insane. So I hit it. You did. (laughs) All right. Uh, Roll damage. All right. Damage. What is damage on this thing? My jaw drops as I see Nigel charging in the melee. Hey, this is like the second... Or third third melee attack I've made in this game. Not counting like <laughs> dagger strokes. Uh, all right, so four, five, six, seven. He takes seven. He takes seven. He's not wearing armor, so it's gonna something. To the right arm. All right. No, left arm. All right. He, he cries out in pain. Are there multiple sleeping goblins, or is no? There's just the one. Um. All right. Charge. Uh, hit with bonuses. So you have plus ten and plus ten for charging. Uh, in the right leg. For ten. For ten. That is not a critical hit. Charge. All right. So T lose. Well, not necessarily, because uh, Philippe could... Philippe's yeah. going at the end of the round. All right, I hit. Uh, seven damage. So that is a critical hit. All right. Thirty. Crushing. Thirty crushing to the body. The body. Maybe, maybe it'll knock the window. Yeah, out. yeah. Like, that's probably the second best place to crit him. <laughs> knock the window. He's like trying to scream. He's like, <sighs> Default has failed me. You, you land a solid blow to the chest, knocking your opponent straight to the ground, where he appears dazed and confused. Hey, perfect. He's already knocked down. He's stunned and disoriented. Oh, he's fucked. Um, that's plus 30s to attacks now. Um, uh, plus 30. Oh. If you charge him, can you possibly miss? <laughs> it's not charge, it's all out attack. Alright, if you all out attack, can you possibly miss? That's no. like plus 50. I couldn't. I can't, right. I can't miss. Salit thinks you have the... the uh, Everything under control, so he's going to make your perception test to see what's coming up on the other side of you guys. Okay. Uh, He keeps a lookout on the back. Um, You can probably fumble and still hit. Is a weapon skill above 100? If your weapon skill is above 100, if you roll 100, is it a hit and a fumble? Uh, If you roll in the critical range of your weapon, you always miss and get a a fumble. Oh, okay. Okay, Um, so we're back to the top, Nigel. Um, if you auto attack, you're probably in the 80s somewhere, like 85 or something. There's no called shots in this game, right? There is. Minus 20. Minus 20. Can I use an all-out attack and a called shot? Yeah. Anytime, if you want to pick the body part, you always can do that. It's just a minus 20. All right. I will try and do that to his head. Okay. With the with the with the staff. staff. Yeah. 
Alright, they hit. Alright. To the head. How much damage? Six. Six. Is that minimum damage? No. Minimum damage would be five. Uh, well, it is a critical hit. It does not have six toughness by any crap. Wow. Sixty. Oh, never mind. I thought that was a nine. Crushing is that one, so that's a four crush to the head. See if the calling shot turns out to be clutch. She called shot to the head and you do an or fury, and it's a, you draw a card and stop the head. How does that work? <laughs> I think we'd have to redraw until you got your. Oh, you just, you just take all the heads out of the deck and shuffle between. Yeah, the yeah, per- basically. That's a good call. Um, okay, that was. You smash your opponent directly in the face, breaking the nose. Blood trickles down his face, and he appears disoriented, although he already was completely disoriented. He is stunned around, now he has minus to his tests, and uh, he might have a broken nose. We don't really care. Go on, Triax. Alright. Alright, Triax, zero. Alright, you got plus 20 or something. You have like plus 100. You guys still have not hit him with a significant critical one. Alright, he takes 12. Okay, go this ahead. going to kill him. Uh, you have to roll decently. Well. 98. 98! Decapitated. 98! That might put you in the interesting part. Yeah, you're charge. actually on the interesting part when you roll over. A demon from hell might like, swallow him or something, right? <laughs> no, not that interesting. So <laughs> slashing to the which body part? Oh, it was just body. Uh, your blow stabs violently into your opponent's chest, completely severing the spine. Your opponent falls to his knees and twitches and twitches slightly as his eyes glaze over. Uh, in order to remove your weapon, you have to make a strength test. Alright, stuck. <laughs> it's stuck. Okay, you can attempt that test every round, but right now it's stuck in his spine, he went so deep. You can, you can just... Like, the hilt is, like, in his spine. You can make his body, like, part of your weapon. <laughs> Swing the goblin around. Okay, uh... Uh... Philippe comes back, and he says, There is a group of them coming. They will be here in... Three or four minutes. Three or four minutes? How deep is this cave? It's... Well, uh... Do you have a light source? Or are you relying no. on Triax? We're relying on Triax. Okay. So you see that it's uh, it's kind of a tunnel, and it uh, it goes in kind of directly into the mountain, but it looks like there's been a cave-in, and there's just rocks and rubble stacked floor to ceiling uh, at the back of this cavern. Um, let me see if there's something else interesting about this place. Um... Okay. Um, there's a bunch of, like, crap all over the ground. It looks like bedding material and also, like, just a bunch of trash and kind of, like, partially eaten, you know, or eaten bones and things like that. 
Uh, over there is <laughs> there's also a um, a shaft that goes straight down that is uh, it's basically in the center, but like at the back of the of, of the entrance area, and there's kind of a foul smell that comes from that shaft. Yeah, Alright, that's what you see. First things first, you take point. Probably need some light if we're gonna go down that shaft. I'm sure it's like so dark. Alright, that succeeds. Alright, here we cast portent. Alright. Cast some stuff a light. And it's a, Are we going down that shaft? Doesn't seem like a very good option, really. We're in the big cave, right? What's our goal of this entire Did night we make game? him think we went down the shaft? Like, tie a rope, toss it down the shaft, and then hide in the back of the cave? Uh, but they might, like, search the cave. <laughs> they might, or they might go down the shaft after us. We can do you want to look down the shaft? Yes. I think that... We can throw the goblin like down the shaft too, just to make it look like we fought him down there. Well, all right, we'll look down the shaft. Or we can make it look like we threw it down. Okay, uh, so try it. So you walk up to the shaft. It's about eight feet in diameter. It goes down vertically eight yards. Um, There's a whole bunch of like trash down there. It looks like they've been using it just to throw their excess crap down there, and it also looks like they've been shitting down there because there's just this awful stench. That comes up. I'm not going down there. Trags. What got to tell us? Uh, and well, you can make perception tests based on listening. Based on what? Listening. Oh. Uh, One degree. Six One degrees success. of success fails. Six degrees of success. Um, there is a trickle of water coming from the bottom, and with six degrees of success, you think it sounds like there's a little bit of a stream that must flow down there, just based on the way it sounds. They totally won't follow us, follow us down there. Is that the only like way out besides the front of the cave? Well, there's this back, which has this, a huge pile of rubble in the way. Oh. And it goes all the way up to the ceiling. So, so if you had a few point. hours, maybe you could pull a whole bunch of rocks out of it, but mm-hmm. it seems difficult when mm-hmm. you have four minutes. All right. Down the shaft. Uh, how big is the entrance? We'll take the cave? goblin with us. Mm. I'll never know that we were here. Maybe 12 feet? 12 feet high? Yeah. And 12 feet, no, 12 feet wide, 8 feet high. We could try and collapse the cave. And bury ourselves alive. And hope that the shaft yeah. provides a way out. No. <laughs> or the back of the cave. We can just go to the bottom and, like, guard it if you're really worried about them following us. And when they drop down, we just, like, stab them one at a time, you know? Uh, oh, or we can just go down there and not stand so in there. I don't think they would just be, like, jumping after you down an eight-yard fall. Yeah, so let's just go down there and, like, go where the water leads us and try to avoid any shit. I like my plan better. Let's, like, tie a rope to the edge of the cave, toss the goblin down there, and, like, 
make them think we went down there and hide in the back of the cave among all the rubble. But if they discover us, they'll, like, kill us. I don't know. They, I don't think they'll follow us down there. And if they do, like, it'll be really in close quarters and we'll just be able to, like, fight abreast and own them. Uh, We're just afraid of getting dirty. Well, I'm not particularly enthusiastic about jumping in a big pile of shit and then crawling on my belly through a trickle of water, which is likely to be a couple of feet in diameter and, like, full of icy cold water. No, I, I don't really like that plan. <laughs> uh, what are we doing here? You're... You know we're to find the Hammer of Sigmar. This is our best lead. Uh, Sigmar traveled to this hold at the end of his life. Um, right, so you well, you know the hammer's down there, so you might as well like search there. I don't. It's possible the hammer's down there, but that's just about the last place I would want to search. <laughs> I don't know, Trax. What do you think? Hmm. It's either that or make make our way to the big the big entrance. And just kill all the goblins between us and that. There might not be that many. I mean Well we've taken we've taken them down by one orc and three golems, plus any of them that drank the wine. Plus uh, they don't the people that drank the wine don't know they're dead yet and they can still fight us. That's the problem. Uh it's been a night and a day and a night. They're probably pretty sick at this point. That guy was on his back in his bed like the next afternoon. That was probably the one goblin we just killed. <laughs> was one of the sick ones. Was the one goblin? Yeah, he was, he's like the goblin taste tester. <laughs> like you make sure, you make sure this. Is uh, let's see. Wait, I'm gonna see what these are. Yeah, this, this is the savvy race we're dealing with. So um, you gotta, what is Felipe vote? Does he vote? He says, I do not like this idea of hiding in the back because if we are discovered, we are dead. Hey, and, that's uh, what I just said. How about this that? Is, uh, this is not good. We're of a like mind. So you uh, try down into the pile of Well, I say we either go well, down there, you say we are water, perhaps there is a way out, or perhaps we just run. We can just. When you're stuck between a rock and the pile of shit, you just have to go for the. Least evil scenario. I think I'd rather fight the gods than go down the hole. Alright. Then let's just, uh, let's, let's, just head, let's head towards the large cave then. Or we can search, we can wait in here and like ambush some of them if they're like looking for us. Because it's not like 30 goblins are gonna like go into this cave to look for us. It'll, it'll probably be like a manageable force that we can fight. Alright. I'm down with that. Will we stay here and fight the first one? Stay here. We don't, we don't hide from them. We ambush them. As soon as they show up, we just like... Can't we like combo the plans? Like, we tie a rope, we toss it down there, and then we prepare to ambush them? Combo them, as in like, Trax goes down in the shithole and like looks around for the axe while we <laughs> assault them, and, you know. And then like one no, hides in the we all stay up We just here. use like all plans But if any, any of them, like, if any of them go down to check us, check out whether we actually went down there, then we can leap out from hiding and attack them. And their force will be defined. I don't know. How good are you are, are you at hiding? I'm not very good. Trax is not very good. So we might as well just ambush them as soon as they, like, come in to within, like, charging range. 
and they're inside the cave. I think it's worth waiting to see if they split their forces, personally. They split their forces, a cave is not that big. I mean, they're not going to be... Oh, some of them are down at the bottom of the pit. Oh, if they go down there. Yeah. I see. They're not going to go down there. Um, okay. They don't want to kill... They don't want to find us that badly. <laughs> um, okay, so the plan is you guys are going to... Let me... Let me draw this game a little more detail. This is the cave-in, and by that point it gets all the way up to the ceiling. Um, small cave. We're in the small cave. Yeah. Okay. So, where do you want to stand? It's not a lot of cover. It's kind of like piles of just crap on the ground. I mean, not piles, like waist high. It's like really dark here, right? It's very dark, yeah. Alright, then we'll just kind of like crouch like down here. Okay. And we'll just like get ready to attack them when they like come come by. Or if they come by. If we'll wait like 15 minutes, if nobody shows up, we'll mosey right along. Alright. A, uh, uh, a few minutes goes by. Um, you hear some talking from outside of the, uh, from outside of the cave. It's like, uh, heard, heard something. Well, probably was. You body. didn't hear anything. You were totally quiet. What did you do with the body? Uh, we tossed it. We tossed it down the well. Tossed it down the well. Okay. Uh, a, a single goblin walks in and, like, pokes his head in and looks around. You guys could make a concealment test. Maybe he's like a forensic cyto- or forensic science uh, goblin. I fail. Well, it was only one, so I fail. Make, wake up and make a test, Jeff. What kind of test? Uh, concealment. Ability. Uh, fail. Well, the degrees are very important. This is a, a post test. Uh, one degree. Four one degree. Four degrees. Four degrees. I rolled an eighty. Alright, no fortune point on that? No. Sticking it? I'm sticking it. One god at the end goblin. This is the plan, anyways. Um, it's the Joby. I think it's actually. I think four of these are gonna beat him. I'm not like moving at all, I'm just like standing there. Yeah, no, I understand. I don't, even, I don't know what kind of. why I'm making any tests. Actually, it's five degrees. Um, all right. Uh, after a minute, he walks back out. He hears some more talking. Like, eh, nobody there. He must have left. All right. We continue hiding. We continue okay. not moving. A few minutes go by. We'll, just, we'll wait. We creep back to the entrance of the cave. <laughs> okay. There's nobody in this area. Uh, okay. Can we creep along the wall? It's like pitch back, right? Uh, where's the map? Put the map back over. Fascinating. Where's the small cave? Here, here. Yeah, so yeah. creep along the wall. Right, so, but you have to be aware that this is like, you know, housing, basically. Goblin housing. Alright, noted. Uh, let's give, let's give it like an hour. We can wait that long. Mm. Yeah, maybe one of the goblins will come in here and like go to bed and we just like kill him. 
<laughs> sure. Then, then another we'll, one. We'll, we'll go back to the. Well, we'll, we'll hide at the mouth of the cave. We can see them coming before they can see us. Okay. In this cave, and and we'll wait like an hour and see what happens. Sure. After about twenty-five minutes, the glow of Sigmar's comet kind of disappears, and the uh, wait. I don't want to wait an hour. My blessing wears off. How long does your blessing last? An hour. All right. We'll wait half an hour. Okay. After 25 minutes, the uh, glowing of Sigmar's comet goes away, and um, uh, the whole place is shrouded in darkness. Do the goblins, like, go back to bed? Yeah, you, you hear there's, like, some commotion going on, but it's really died down by this time. All right, we'll sneak back out of the cave and start making our way along the wall again. Okay, uh, make perception test. I make it with no degrees. I make degree it one, one degree of success. Okay. Uh, you can see the sort of glow coming from what must be their fire pit. Kind of, it's coming from like over, you know, or between the buildings as you as you look in that direction. Okay, they're not, their uh, night vision is terrible and ours is good. So it's all, all for the better. Okay. Um, and... Uh, okay, go ahead and make our way past. This time it's going to be uh, silent moving. God damn it. Towards the larger The has no problem. Our party's not really designed for this kind of adventure. Uh, one degree of failure. Two degrees of failure. Oh my god, three degrees of success. Only three. Okay. Um, you... You uh, you hear like the snoring of goblins as you as you creep across, and while you're not perfectly silent, you don't wake any of them up. All right, when we get to the you know this corner of where this building is, let me know. Oh, I've I've already got you halfway past that. All right, as we pass the corner of that building, I'm going to cast make flammable on it. Okay, like on the on the building on the uh, on the wall that we pass you by yeah what's the surface area of make flammable it's like a single relatively you know it's like a separate object so you could like make flammable like a particular beam that's holding it up for example yeah or you could cast it again and again and make a, like a bunch of stuff flammable if i cast make flammable on like this wall right here it would make like a piece of it flammable oh like a door sized piece maybe? yeah like a door is fine but one it's piece not. of drywall. Yeah. Uh, uh, Alright, I succeed. Um, okay, so you just you wanted to do it a single time? Um No, I'll do it twice. Okay, so two sections of it, or two beams. Risking the curse. Succeed. Alright, I'll cast it twice, so a pretty good chunk of the wall. Are, are you changing our strategy? Instead of sneaking to the big cave, we're just gonna... Well, we're still gonna sneak to the big cave, it's just that we're gonna get a little bit of a distraction before we go in. Alright. I doubt they'll be searching for us when their huts are on fire. Well, if, if the big cave's like a stronghold, which it seems like it is, because that's where the orcs came from, they're going to start flowing out of the large cave as we're heading towards it. You know what I mean? 
Well, that's fine. They'll be out of the large cave when we're in it. Yeah, but they're like... It seems like we're going to be in their way, and they're just going to see us when the when it catches on fire. Well, I haven't done anything yet. Okay. I just made it flammable. I understand. You're going to like light a bolt Reserve. on fire or something, yeah, and then I'll light a bolt on fire and shoot it at it. Just hope to hit it. <laughs> well, that's why I cast it twice. <laughs> Myself a big Made it a broadside of the barn. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, so you guys continued on, and you're like, you basically made it, you know, to here now. All right, I'll cast it on that one too then. Make my boy like a cantrip equivalent. Uh, it's a lesser magic spell. Now let's take a look in the cave and see what we see. Okay. Um, I'll let Triax make a perception test. Uh, three degrees of success. Um, you see inside the cave are three orcs, and they're sitting kind of near the front of the cave, uh, and they're awake and talking to one another, but they're sitting down. Um, there's a fire pit that slightly illuminates just the very front part of the cave, but not very much. And they're sitting outside of where the light is illuminating. Um, you see behind them is kind of, I wouldn't call it a wall, but it's sort of like a bunch of rubble that's kind of made up into like a mound, almost like a barricade. Behind them? Mm-hmm. Does it look like it's possible to go over or around this barricade? Uh, it doesn't go all the way up to the ceiling. Can you tell what side the barricade was it formed? Was it barricaded from the outside, or was it barricaded from the inside? You'd have to be closer to tell something that specific. Um, is there, like, a good hiding spot, like, around this area? Like, where you're at is a pretty good hiding spot. So, if we're, like, pitch... Yeah, we're pitch black. If you, like, set the things on fire, they probably wouldn't notice us if we're just, like, up against the wall in the pitch black. That's the idea, and then the goblins start screaming, they run out of the cave, yeah, and they run and in. Yeah, we sneak in. Yeah. yeah. Alright, I'm gonna... Should we get some people that have ballistic skill? Yeah. Firemen? Uh, uh, Seven years, amazing. Uh, what's your ballistic skill, tracks? Uh, 48. Uh, mine's higher. 49. <laughs> Alright. I'll shoot a firebolt at that far building. Okay, so you can like pour some of your lantern oil on an arrow and then light it. Yeah. Right. Okay. So you're gonna do that. So you're here. You made like this part flammable, and you also made like this part flammable. Right. So are you gonna? Do you well, want to shoot it here or here? This. Oh, here, definitely. Okay, on the farther one. Yeah. Okay. We didn't make that part. We made it, like this part. The corner, right? A part that we could. It was the corner, so it's right. over there. Okay. Okay. Uh, sure, go ahead and make a blue. Maybe the, since they're neighboring buildings, maybe they'll, the other one will catch that one on fire. We can always hope. Alright. Uh, I hit. Okay. Well, this is like a more of a test than like a hit. Oh, okay. This. I got one degree of success. 
Uh, yeah, that's plenty. All right, so you, you land it in there, and uh, and it starts to burn. At first, nothing happens. There was waiting. But as the uh, fire starts to spread, uh, there's like some shouts and screams, and uh, eventually the whole place is like rousting again. Uh, the people from people from this building start to stream out in all directions. You can actually see some like are right in front of you, but they're just like running over to the center to see what's going on. Um, those orcs who are already awake, when they start to hear some screams, all three of them stand up and walk kind of out that path into the center to try to get a handle on what's going on. Uh, and then they start to like realize there's a fire over there, and they start to head between the buildings and try to get to the source of it. All right, well, when they're out of sight and it looks like nobody's watching us, we'll make a bolt for the cave. All right. Um, sure, make concealment tests. We're going to have a definite bonus on this. I might actually find this if I need to. One nope. Degree, one degree of failure. I got success. Okay. Um, doesn't seem like anyone spotted you as you guys dash into that cave. Um all right. This this is this area is actually kind of like a bigger version of where you were at before, uh, meaning that there's sort of like a big pile of like trash. Um, it doesn't smell too great. It looks like there's some bedding that that they're using. Um, there's there's like a weapon lying here and there, kind of like rusty swords and daggers, kind of lying on the ground here and there. Uh, I'm interested. Um, Okay, so the so there is a uh, basically it's a big pile of stones and rubble that is about mm, chest high, and it and it's like it's it's uh, it's just created a wall all the way across this thing, and there's uh, the it kind of becomes more of a tunnel about eight feet wide as you go back, and there is a rope going across the barricade and it has a sign on it. And the sign is in a language you guys can't read. Are you sure we can't read? Uh, it's in the, the tongue of the of the orcs and goblins. All right, I'm gonna have to look up. Beware of the drafts or something. something. Uh, I don't think I have it on any of my sheets of paper. What are you looking for? Tugin's spellbook. I may or may not. I think I need the like the blood of an animal killed the same day or something, or maybe that's just the bonus. Yeah, that's the ingredient. Well, you have blood all over you, so I'm sure. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, I should have cut up that goblin's tongue. <laughs> that's right. You stabbed that the donkey. You have the donkey. Oh, that was, that was the previous day, though. Oh, yeah. But I mean, you, just, you, you just killed a goblin. You could have taken its tongue before you toss it down the shaft. Uh, I didn't realize I was going to need to cast Gift of Tongues. Yeah, it's not here. Um, I mean, yeah, it's it's like its casting number is, I want to say... I have its casting number, I oh. think. It's, yeah, its casting number is nine. nine. Oh, you can try yeah, it, so it, it the, 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 without the, the ingredient. The right? ingredient gives There's it... There's no casting time listed, though. I don't know how long it takes to cast. I don't think there was one listed in the spell description oh. either. It's a, it takes a round. Uh, I think the, the the interesting part about the the ingredient on that one is the ingredient gave you like a pretty nice bonus, like a plus four or something instead of just right. And I only had one die back then, which is why I wanted it so badly. 
So I can probably just try and cast it, right? Fail. Cast it. Oh, right. that's good. I succeed and it. I trigger Zeech's curse. You roll double ten? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Um, okay. So go ahead and roll for Zeech's curse. Thirty-nine. Thirty-nine. If you rolled the double zero again, that would have been... It's funny, it's the third time I rolled doubles. I rolled doubles while casting May Flammable twice, and I re-rolled it twice. And double zero way worse than double one? Double one. This is actually the one that um, Brutus had earlier. You glow with an eerie light for two minutes, and animals within ten yards flee unless controlled with an animal handling test. Yeah, we had that one before. Well, that's, that's actually going to be helpful since it'll be. It would have been really bad if I rolled it up while casting the Make Flammables. That's right. For sure. <laughs> all right. Uh, all I right. Guess we can head By the light of my own body, I read the note in the weird language. Okay. It says, "Do not cross. Dead Stunties is alive behind here." What? Right. What is behind here? More dead. More dwarf zombies. Oh, dead zombies. Great. Uh, alright, well, we cross. <laughs> <laughs> alright, you guys clamber up and over this this uh, tall pile of rubble. Um, you, uh, you get over the top of it, and off in the distance, you can, uh, you can hear kind of the clattering of, uh, it kind of sounds like combat almost going on back there, but it's kind of, uh, it's kind of muffled. And, um, let's see, I'm going to, alright, if you guys want a map, you're going to have to keep it yourself. Um, the passageway splits to the left and to the right. The clattering sounds are coming from the left. Oh, here it is, right here. Passageway goes on quite far, and you can't see the end of it. Uh, what you can see is a doorway on the left-hand side of this hallway, and you know it's it's a it's it's not a natural uh, cavern. This is it looks like it's built. It has uh, you know carved stones that make up the walls and the ceiling, uh, and it's and the place is about six feet high. So there's a doorway on the left, and you can see a little bit farther down is a passageway that leads to the right, but the main passageway goes straight quite a ways. Mm. How do you guys feel about looting a dead, uh, a dwarven, an ancient dwarven hold? How do you think I feel about that? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty damn good. <laughs> I mean, it's just a question of how loot versus meet, risk of meeting zombies. Uh, the hammer's probably, like, pretty... Those poor, those poor dwarven zombie bastards, I'm sure, 
uh, Triax has no problem with us, uh, you know, resting their souls. So. Alright, I guess we open the door. Okay, on the left. Okay. Oh, are you drawing the map? It's a very simple version of the map. Um, okay, the door is not locked. Um, it opens with a loud creaking sound. In, is a, in there is a huge room, um, and it's full of broken down wooden furniture. It looks like maybe it used to be a like a mess hall or a dining hall. It has kind of tables, but they're all their legs are all broken out from under them, um, and chairs and things like that. Mm. Yeah, and there's another door that leads um, that's on the right hand side as you enter. So if you uh, let's see. It's actually on the same wall that this door was that you came in from. Was a better way to describe that. So it looks like it would open in the same passageway. It would look like it would go back to the same passageway. And that's the only other door? That is the only other door. Alright. I don't think we'll find it. Well, we take a cursory search. Mm, make a search test. Uh, I fail. I am not searching. I'm searching for zombies. Okay. Um, there is, yeah, there's really nothing. Everything looks very old and broken down. It's not much there. All right. We go back to the passageway and continue along it. Okay. So you come to a split where there's a passageway that turns to the right. Do we find another door that uh, leads back into that hallway? Let me, uh, that big room. Mm, you can see it up ahead now, oh, but okay. it's... But it's farther down. This passageway is in between those two doors. All right. As down you look down that passageway, it looks... Um, this passageway is quite wide. Um, and at the end of it is an ornate door. All right, sounds promising. We head down there, check out the door. Okay. Um, uh, it has uh, words written on it. Um, Triax, despite not having read or write, uh, realizes that they are written in the Dwarven language, Kazalid. Can I sound them out and he can translate them for me? Uh, it has like a bunch of symbols that oh, you don't know and no. Speak language might still be going. It's probably been five minutes at this point. I'll recast it. Oh, I'll recast Portent too. That. Now we just get to tongues. Okay. It's been a couple rounds muttering, and then I can read it. Okay. Um, it is a prayer to Sigmar. Um, it's asking that he protect and guide the dwarves, uh, give them strength when fighting their enemies. Uh, and the and at the very end, where there should be kind of a period at the end, it's a twin-tailed comet. Uh, I think we're in the right neighborhood. Cracks, <laughs> if you know any like secret magic words that's like a secret handshake for Sigmar or something, you might want to say it now. There's a very ornate um, keyhole at the, at the it's like right at the center of the door, as opposed to usually it's like by a doorknob or something like that. But here, the keyhole is at the center of the door. 
do you have any ancient Sigmarian keys that you've been holding out on us? Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. What's the end of the Sigmar shaped like? It this looks like a like a keyhole, like if you would want it to have, you know, like a shaft with like something underneath it to fit in there and turn. Does the sword it's fit? No, it's nothing like Sword that. of Sigmar. That's the key. Uh no, I don't have anything that'd go in there. You have like the ring that you like put and you like turn it. No, uh, no. uh well, there's always the universal key. Mm, that's gonna put a lot of noise. That's a lo- that's really loud. The fires, I'm sure, are still going on. It's now or never, basically, on the universal key with this door. Like, there's a real chance the Hammer of Sigmar could be behind it, though. Uh, is there any other possible um, way to... There, what do you mean, correct, Hidal might be behind it. Because I had a vision, and the vision wasn't... Like, like, it was a chamber with, like, rooms adjoining it. Yeah, well, that's where we are. Um, what kind of door is it? Stone. The door is made of stone. Fuck stone. I wonder if they have the key in Karakdom. Oh, well. Even like, if they're still looking at this, it's going to take us like hours to like hack through the store. Uh, oh, great Sigmar. Please open this door. <laughs> <laughs> no response. There's got to be something we're missing. Or something I'm missing. I mean, we could go look for the key, but... Yikes. <laughs> we need Zed. That's what we need. Locked you would think that if... Go looking for the key where? He, he's elsewhere. We can look... Room. I mean, maybe there's because, another way in. Because if one of them have it, had it, they'd be using it by now. So that would be like a super thorough building-to-building search. Wait a second. What's the Dwarven word for friend? Um, never mind. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, let's just look around the rest of this place. Maybe one of the zombie dwarf dudes. Maybe, like, they're really common. And there's just keys everywhere. And they, like, grow off the rocks. <laughs> Do we have a bar of soap? I mean, I guess we could take an impression of the key and then sneak back in it. Sneak <laughs> back out through the goblins or forge a key. Spend two days traveling to the nearest town, go to the blacksmith, wait three days while he forges us a key, come back, sneak back through the goblins again. <laughs> <laughs> Get back here to this door. Oh, it doesn't fit. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Um, I guess I'll I'll try the sword of Siegfried. Stick the sword in the Stick, put the sword in there? Like, I'd start with the pommel, not with the blade. I don't know. The, the pommel is too wide. Uh, it doesn't fit in there. The blade, it fits in a little bit, but it clearly is the wrong shape. You're really looking for something that's shaped like a key. Like, it needs to have something round at the top with well, some teeth at the bottom. Like, you can tell that just by looking at the keyhole. Let's just keep looking in this area. I mean, if we don't find anything in this area, we can always use the universal key. A few more minutes of searching isn't really going to make any difference. 
like the time constraint's not going to change. We're under the same time constraint we're always under. I don't have any. I have. I had. I do have a key, but it's to something else. <laughs> uh, I don't have anything that could possibly work. I have. I mean, I have the dagger. I could try and pick the lock with the dagger. I, Without the skill, yeah, no, exactly. Uh, Where's your map? Your made-up map? We haven't gone everywhere, right? No, not even close. All right, let's just go somewhere else. All right, maybe we'll find the key, or just a different way in, or something. All right, we'll go so back. You gonna go back, or you gonna continue down this hallway? We'll continue down this hallway. Might okay, as well. so to the left is the door. Yeah, um, probably happens. was the door you saw earlier. Um, and then the passageway continues on straight, and as you continue on, there's, you see that there's a passageway that also leads to your right. What's down? Uh, it goes too far for your uh, light source to, right, to head down that. Path. Have we checked to find any evidence of whether the arcs have been down here? There was a big sign in front that said, don't go this way, there's dwarf zombies back here. Okay. Do you want to, I mean, let's see... You spend a little time kind of looking on the ground. Um, you see a lot of bones as you just kind of take a look down. Um, what kind of bones of dwarves? Or? Uh, make an intelligence test. Uh, look at triaxi bones. He has a plus 20. The rest of you can try 96. Zero, if you want to. So, bonus is nothing to him. 89. 77. All right. You, you really needed Manny here for this one. Uh, you can't tell, but uh, it does look like there's all sorts of bones. Okay. Okay, so you go down this passageway. Um, you get to a place where it looks like the uh, tunnel has caved in, and the rocks are have you know tumbled down, and they go all the way up to the ceiling. Yeah, back to the back of the other cave. All right, turn around, head back. Okay, and then okay, you come back to where the the uh, passageway splits off. So from this direction, there's the passageway to the right and back to the left. Right. Okay. How much time has passed mm. since we left the house? Left the house? Yes. The house? What house? The house we were hiding behind. How much oh, time have we been in these caves? Oh, about 15 minutes. 15 All right. minutes. Alright. Turns out I was incorrect about needing this blessing to fight the goblins, and it will have worn off before I really needed <laughs> Okay. Well, uh. Okay, uh, this leads to a dead end. However, there's some interesting things here. There is a metal pulley system that is rigged up and bolted into the floor. And that pulley system uh, is centered over a shaft, which goes straight down. Um, there's two pulleys, there's a winch, there's um, this like metal catch, so like if there was a rope... Going through it, you could like step on it to catch the rope if you wanted to to stop it at any point. Um, it looks like sort of the sort of intricate dwarven design that uh, is what Triax lets you know that it 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 seems like uh, you know it's got all these sort of bells and whistles on it, and it's made it's all made of solid metal. But there is no rope, so it, you know you could turn the winch, but it wouldn't do anything. Well, we have rope. Oh, we have rope. Uh, should we finish off? Can we go back and check out that clatter and before we go down into the depths of. Sure. Uh, we'll go back and check out the clattering sound. Okay. Um, 
So you go all the way back past the two doorways, um, back to where the passageway splits. The uh, clattering sound has ended at this point. You don't hear it anymore. All right. Well, okay. You so take out that passageway. Okay. You, t- you take a right there. Um, you see going down this passageway, there's um, two sets of doors. They lead off from both sides. And the passageway continues? And the passageway continues. All right, start with the door on the left. The first door on the left? Okay, it opens with a creak. That's also not locked. Uh, in here. Um, there's sets of wooden shelves that line the walls, and also in the center are these sort of islands, you know, like kind of like that, except they've got all these shelves in it, and um, they're all full of tools like mining tools, uh, all sorts of things. But they're just just—they're so old that you really don't think that many of them would be useful. I mean, if you search this place, you might be able to find some that are still intact. But for the most part, they're all falling apart. The, the wood is rotted and turned to, uh, turned to crap over the years. Uh, the room is full of that. There is a doorway. Um, so as you come in, it's on the right-hand wall. There's a doorway on that wall. And then there's another doorway that leads, presumably, back to the hallway. The one we just came through? Mm, no, like another one. Like, remember how the first room that you came in? Okay. So there's so as you, as you walk in, there's a door along the same wall that you came in on, and then also on the right-hand wall as you came in is another All door. All right, we'll check out that door. Okay, that door is locked. What's it made out of? It's made out of stone. Is it, does it have any dwarven? There's no writing on this door. Is it the I same? And the, the, it has a keyhole type of lock on it, but this lock is very different in that it's really rusty. It looks like it's still maybe functional, but it's covered with rust. Could we break it? Uh, you could. You could if you hit it with a hammer, you'd start to chip away at the rusty metal, but probably wouldn't open the door. Well, right. I mean, if the locking mechanism is broken, maybe we could like wedge the door open with a crowbar or something. Right. Well, yeah. Eventually, you could. If you broke all of the lock, you could eventually like yank out the locking mechanism. All right. Well, we'll come back to that. Presumably, that's also something that would fall under the bailiwick of the open lock skill that we don't have. Just smashing a lock. Yeah. Well, removing it. Uh, you, you could, you could, anyone could try to just completely destroy it. You would kind of need like certain tools. Like you'd really want a like a like a spike to hammer it in there and to sort of disintegrate the rock. I guess you guys kind of have some rock climbing stuff you could. Use. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we'll come back to that. Yeah, time. I mean, some loud clanging and and you know, half an hour probably would do the trick. Uh, what about the other door in the hallway? Okay, it opens back out into the hallway. Right, and then the other door that was... So you want to go across from that one? Okay. Um, This leads into a large room that's just full of bunk beds. Three quarters of them are uh, just falling apart and have rotted and turned into uh, and disintegrated. Uh, The other quarter of them are kind of still standing upright, but mm, probably not advisable to lie in them, or they might break some more. Uh... There's kind of like disintegrated bits of cloth lying all over the place. Uh, okay. Continue down the passageway. Okay. Um, as you 
head down this, the passageway, uh, you notice that there is kind of a dripping from the ceiling. And it kind of makes it eerie, splish, splish. And you're, you notice that after a little while, you're walking through about a quarter inch of water that's on the ground. Um, you continue down for a ways, and the passageway goes down a steep staircase. The water kind of slowly flows over, and you hear a whole bunch of dripping sounds as the water makes its way down the staircase. Uh, okay, so we head down the stairs. You also notice that there's quite a few bones in this area, and there's also kind of bits of weapon and bits of armor kind of lying all over the ground here. Okay. Um, Keep a sharp eye out for keys. <laughs> We're going down a staircase? Yeah. We go down the staircase. Okay. Goes down about 30 feet. And we go through here. Okay. At the bottom of the staircase, we're at the uh, passageway goes straight left and right and the whole place is flooded with uh, about three feet of water um, lovely uh, is it cold water it's ice cold all right we head left and left the door should reclaim this cape it's clearly mm-hmm. got the a water source, and it's very defensible. I'm sure you could work on that after we... You'll never be able to wash the stink out of the orc stink out of the walls. The orcs have never been into the actual keep. Oh, the mouth of the cave, I mean. And, yeah. I still say we should have searched the shit room. Um, That's where the key is. One of the orcs ate it. Shut it up. <laughs> Eat the key. Um, okay. Those tricksy humans. There's no key. This candy bar. <laughs> okay. It leads. It leads down a long passageway, and the cavern starts to become less finished, and it looks more like a natural cave. Um, you continue down a little bit farther, and um, let's see, tracks you have mining, right? Ha! Trade miner. Yes, it's okay. coming useful time and time again. <laughs> okay, you can tell that this is where ore was extracted from the walls. Like you can see places where uh, kind of seams are carved out of the side, and ore was clearly extracted from here. Um, Found our new calling. Um, you also see, like, there's there are places where maybe gemstones were found. You could kind of see, based on the marks on the walls, that this place must have had gemstones at some time. Hmm. Uh, as you continue down, it leads into a dead end. All right. It goes quite a ways, though. Like, enchantment wear-off ways. All right. Can we go back to the yeah. intersection and go straight? Okay. Um, well, we take a left. It's the original street. Right. Um, all right, you continue on down. The um, a left-hand turn is available, and you can, or you can continue going straight. 
Sure, we'll take the turn. Take the turn. Okay. Um, trying to head as deep as possible. So here, like as you as you venture down this little stretch, a place came about where the passageway took a dip, and you guys had to actually do a little bit of swimming as you come across. Okay. Um, and uh, I ought to throw my books back on the boat. What's that? I ought to throw my books back on the boat. Oh, so, yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. Your marching order is going to matter here. I have Brutus in the back. Brutus, you can make a perception test. Make it one degree success. Okay. I uh, don't think there's a reason for this. Nope, one degree is not enough. Um, you get eaten by the giant octopus that lives in the dwarven line underneath the mountain. Happens. And they call it a mine. Um, well, you're not too far off, although it's, it's a little different than that. Um, you hear like a gurgling sound coming from the water behind you. You turn around just in time to see something kind of light in color, like swing tentacles towards you. It's not that big, though. It's only maybe oh. a few feet wide. And it attacks your leg. You can use dodge blow. Is it a cold shot? The cut minus. <laughs> uh, it hits. Get off me, you gross thing. Okay, I dodge. You dodge. Okay, you yank your foot out of the way just in time to see some tentacles kind of like collapse around where your leg was. I uh, make a perception test. <laughs> Almost the same roll. Uh, I make it with two degrees of success. Okay, it looks kind of like some sort of squid-like creature, although it's very pale in color. Kind of has a strange look to it. And its tentacles, instead of having, like, suckers on the end, they have these little spines that run all the way along the tentacles. Spines? Like, like spikes? Yeah, with little spikes. Oh, like okay. Like, r- really tiny spikes. Okay. Yeah, maybe one inch long. Oh, those each, are really, those are big. That doesn't mean poison. That's, uh... It means we'll have to harvest its body part after we kill it and collect a trophy. It's not big enough. You can just collect the whole thing as a trophy. Is where it is a hat. No worries. All right. So what, what do you want to do? Very stylish. Uh, I want to attack it and move away. Okay. Attack and then move. All right. Is that possible without drawing an AOO? Uh, no. No. Not possible. Uh, I want a lightning bolt. I want to. So that might not be a good idea. <laughs> well, if you don't know, if you don't care about your own health, they're Brutuses. Can I can I maneuver it on top of Triax? Uh, oh, magic darkness. What's that? Can I maneuver it to Triax? Uh, maneuver it to try to force, force your opponent to move, and I move it. You could, yeah, you could move around to the other side of it. Is it like staying in the water? It's swimming, yeah. It can, can I like maneuver it out of the water? No, the water's like three feet deep everywhere. Well, you just came to a deeper passage part of the passage. Uh, it's like chest deep everywhere. Yeah, it's like chest deep here. Alright, how does maneuver work? You could move yourself to the other side of it, or you could force it backwards. I can't force it out of the water? No. Uh, Force it out of the water. <laughs> and it suffocates because his, his, his combat skill is just too good. Well, it probably sucks. It probably sucks in combat out Ma- of the water. Well, it's probably terrible. You know, maneuvers like, you know, imagine like a swashbuckler movie when like the guy like okay, forces well, the guy right, backwards yeah, into, a, into okay. the corner or something like that. Alright, it's not my turn. What are you doing? Is, is it my turn? 
Whose turn is it? You know, sure. We'll we'll we'll, we'll start with uh, we'll start with the top. So, uh, what do you say? Or, I mean, no one really has any idea what's going on. You yank your. You, there's some sloshing sound. I go. Ew. All right. Felice, wow. Felix does not react to Nigel. <laughs> I, I look behind me. All right. Brutus is like pulling his leg and trying to like get out of the way of something. Something is that good enough for me to magic dart it? Uh, you could try. That sounds like a yes. <laughs> you're just like, what's that? Bam! Hey, I'm, like, fast, I just, I'm the fastest draw in art. Would really work through the water. Why not? It's, a, it's like a magic missile. It's like a force dart. Mm. It's like firing a gun, right? Which that doesn't goes, work underwater. Yeah, it does. Like over the surface. Well, on the surface, yeah. assuming that the gun would explode, did the thing just like there's dive no reason like why, three feet? There's no reason why. It's like you know, it's like a good yeah, exactly. half, it's like a foot and a half under the water. It's not the surface. Like I mean, if you fired an arrow at it, it would have no effect, right? A foot and a half. People like fire arrows tied to like strings, and that's how they fish. Yeah. Well, you fish for something on the surface with that. A foot and a half underwater is basically the surface. All right. Um, I'm going to apply. There. I have a penalty for fighting in the water. I'll just give it to that. So it. Um, it cuts in half the uh, the the uh, the fixed bonus, so you only get the you you get the die roll plus half you the fixed bonus rounded down. Give the water like an armor bonus for so like, what's like what's the magic dart do? Uh, it's a magic missile with damage three. Okay, so it's a magic missile with damage one. Right, half rounded down. Okay. So go ahead. Uh, yeah. Okay. Alright, it takes three. It takes three. Okay. Um, I don't think an ant would take any damage from three. Uh, <laughs> Triax, you're back to human, right? Or not human. You're back to mortal, your mortal <laughs> yes, self, right? Yes, back to his mortal self. Okay, Brutus. Uh, I will move away from it. Disengage. Okay. Can you describe where we're at? Are we, like, on a... You're in a hallway that's flooded with five feet of water. Oh, we're all waist-deep? Yeah. Well, maybe five feet, six Five feet of water with four eggs underwater. It's four, <laughs> it's four feet of water. Are you swimming in four feet of water? Trax can't swim. He's wearing plate mail. Trax is just like... What's your height? I'm trying to find that right now. It's in the, the lower right corner of your character sheet. Five feet tall. You're five feet tall? Okay. So your head above water. Your head, your head is above the water. His head is sticking above the water, yes. Oh my god. Okay. Can I get to higher ground or out of the water? You could go move forward and hope that the passageway comes back to uh, a shallower depth. The answer is how, no. How far back is the shallower depth from where we came back? Um, maybe... Can I get there in like one round? Perhaps half a four, round? Four yards. Four yards? Yeah. What's your what's so what's your your swim speed is half your movement. I'm not. Oh yeah. Then I'll do but that. But you can't run. I can disengage. Okay. So eight, how what, so how I far do you go when you disengage? Eight eight yards at half speed. And I just said it was four yards. Yeah. Okay. So you right. So you you move back to where the water is just three feet deep. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll move back as far as I can. Okay. That's what I did. That's my... That's Trax's go. Trax, what do you want to do? Or I don't know what the thing does. Maybe the thing goes before Trax. 
No, it's going to go later. So, Trix has no idea what's going on. He just heard, Okay, well, I thought takes off. No, I've gone since then. I said, there's some, there, there's like some squid bike thing underwater. And it's like poisonous. And, and then you ran right by us. And no, no, no he, ran, he went the back the way you guys came from. Oh, I was under the impression that that's where the attack came from. The attack came it from It is. He yes. went right past Oh, so you ran right past the thing. Right. I'm he's like, flank- hey. he's flanking it. Right. So Two on one bonus? Actually, no, you've moved yourself out of... Right. Out I just, I just guess. Yeah. Uh, can Trix... So Trix can't see the thing. Uh, I uh, guess. Well, now that Brutus is out of the way, I'll give you a perception test. It's wide open. No, 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 no uh, he makes it right on the dot. Okay. Yeah, you can see it. It's sort of a blobby shape. It's very pale. Um, kind of like your mom. Oh, you freaking wuss. Uh, all right. How fast does he move under this much water? Uh, it's half your movement. And how far is the thing? Okay. Uh, it's. What was you? Where were you in that marching order? You were at the front. You have to push past Nigel. Uh, it's going to take you your whole turn to get up to it. Wow, that sounds like a great turn to walk up and die. Uh, I guess he'll it walk. It doesn't look like some huge monstrosity. It's like three feet in diameter. He'll he'll walk up to in front of Nigel and and take a defensive stance. Okay. Um. Uh, it comes after Brutus. Apparently three feet of water is just fine. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it, it kind of like moves its tentacles towards you, but it doesn't, it doesn't hit. Okay. Um, who's next? Philippe, um... So you've called out, all right, he uh, he kind of jumps into the water and starts to swim in your direction. Um, what do you mean he jumps in the water? Well, not jumps in the water, but, you know, he kind of starts to swim towards you, okay. rather than, like, walking on the bottom. Um, he reaches you, but can't do anything. Uh, I don't get how this is going. Like, Philippe reaches me, but Triax couldn't reach the monster? He could have if he wanted to. He, uh, decided, he, just not, he decided not to. Oh, he couldn't he attack, attack it. it. I see. Okay. Um, Brutus. All right. How far? Oh, no, I'm sorry. I skipped you. Nice. All right. Try and magic target again. <laughs> Two <laughs> damage. Three damage. <laughs> Three damage. Uh, Rolling ones. Uh, Trix goes next. No. Trix went. That's my turn. Yes. Oh, yeah, you're next. Sorry. So, I'm three feet. If I keep going back, will I be out of the water this time? Mm, no. You've got a long way to go. Oh, Are you serious? Three feet for a while. Oh. It stays about three feet for like, yeah, for like ten minutes of walking, basically. Ten minutes, huh? I didn't realize we were like chest deep in water all this time. Well, for the most part, you were more wasty. We went, we went downstairs. And then, and then the corridor is flooded, basically. Yeah, the whole. The once you were at the bottom of the stairs, the whole place is flooded. I see. With about three feet of water that occasionally jumps up to five. Okay. All right. I'll 
Stupid thing. You go squish now. Stupid bug. Is there any penalties? Or uh, your the the bonus on your attack is halved as you hit through, go through the water. I have no idea what that means. My bonus on my attack. Is means... Damage bonus. Oh. So like your you're doing like D10 plus something, right? D12 plus five. Right. So it would be D12 plus two. Oh. Maybe I should use my colors. Uh, no, you, you want you want the bigger variable there. Doesn't matter. Right, uh, uh, oh, let me let me look up all of those like water rules that I look down here. Okay, it would be minus ten to hit, but since you're in three feet of water, I'm gonna ignore that. Yeah, the damage damage bonus is halved, rounding down. Piercing weapons and fast weapons don't have the damage reduction. Oh, I definitely use the cutlass then. You would. Absolutely. So I'll quick draw out the cutlass and use it. Wait, it's slashing though. Piercing and what? Fast. fast. It's fast. Oh, it's fast. Okay, yeah. I'll use the cutlass. Okay. Uh, make it a tackle. I made it. I hit. Okay. How much damage do you get? Uh, I need a D8. Seven damage. Seven damage. All right. All right. Attack it again. I was swift attacking. Those to the right arm. Okay. Hmm. Fascinating. All right. I crit it. Really? Yeah. You and your crits. This. That's the third crit tonight. It is. You're rolling like ten. Additional D6 explosions to the body. Uh, 19 damage. 19 damage. Uh, that's a critical hit. It explodes in a pile of slime. How dare you have killed me? 76. 76. First time I've rolled a decent crit in like a really long time. I'm gonna have to get rid of this, I can tell. I skewer it and then I eat it, is what I do. (laughs) Calamari. (laughs) Extremely fresh. Uh, your slash causes a torrent of pus to pour from its midsection. Ah, oh, that's the best part of it. It might, it might pass out. <laughs> it might pass out. <laughs> what the fuck? Are you, are you kidding me? That's pretty creative, alright. Uh, it passes out. Alright. It, flo- it, tur- it just floats to the surface. Alright, I just skewer it just in case. Uh, sure, make another attack roll. It's, uh, it's helpless this time. It's at the surface, you don't have any penalties. I hit it. Alright, roll damage is doubled. Oh. I guess it's not to eight. Uh, 28 damage. 28 damage, alright. You slice it clean in half. Alright. It floats apart into two pieces. What am I doing? Alright. Alright, obstacle overcome. Can I study it? Sure. Would you like to try eating it? Yes. I'll try feeding it to Triax. He's into that kind of stuff. Well, you already cut it in half. I can already see if there's gems in there or not. (laughs) There are, in fact, some gems. Okay. (laughs) You could probably see that before you killed it. Alright, I ignore it and move past it. Alright. And I don't try to touch it. Kind of carefully get by it without touching it. Right. Okay, well. The water probably starts steaming, boiling, or something. 
Alright, well, as you guys move down this passageway, I think we'll have to wrap the session. Who needs adventure to solve this myself? <laughs>